0: just being in the community you get reminded that there's people doing 10x 100x you and and if if you believe that you have the potential to do so that you're gonna do it right you don't people could be putting thoughts and beliefs in you and a perfect example of this is i recently uh reconnected with my faith like eight to ten months ago like fully you know um through a psychedelic experience uh funny enough one of my friends he texts me he's like yo bro i took lsd and it changed my life Automatically, I'm like this guy's a crackhead, and I was telling him, I was, and I was doing everything to make myself feel good, like listen to music, try to watch videos, and I couldn't. I was going like genuinely going insane, bro, just thinking that I lived the worst. I genuinely, my perspective was I lived a horrible life. Right. Welcome back to Seeking Success Podcast,
1: the number one podcast in Toronto. Today we have a very special guest. We have Splashman, a guest that's been long awaiting. Splashman, we won't do an intro for you, but I think we want you to take this away. Who is Splashman?
0: For sure, um, my real name is Barichid. Uh come from nepal came here when i was what eight years old about to turn nine Dope. um yeah since then you know i was always just focused on just trying to you know be big so when i was in high school just being active online and watching people on youtube i was led to the the online money world you know yeah, yeah. before i used to work at home depot and i didn't even know that it was possible to make a dollar online. And ever since I made my dollar online when I was 17, I got addicted. And uh, this is what I do full time. You know, I'm mainly known for email marketing. Yeah. Branding my, branded myself around email marketing. Most of my businesses are all based around email marketing. Um, and yeah, overall, nice guy. <laughs> like to travel. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you know, yeah. Much Phenomenal. It. Word.
2: Phenomenal. Okay, so splash on. We have like a couple of uh, things that uh, we have some birdies around the world that tell us things, okay? And we want to verify okay. some things that our birdies told us, okay? Okay. So, is Geronimo Stilton one of your favorite children's books?
0: actually is. Yes, that's actually jokes. I yeah. don't know how you guys found that out, but that is, there was a point, <laughs> that's crazy. There was a point in my life where I had read every Geronimo Stilton <laughs> books. Yeah, like like up to whatever came out, uh, probably grade five, grade six. But yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, I read every, at one point I, I did. That's okay. Crazy. Wow. <laughs> uh, we
2: also saw this year, I don't know if you're still following, but Arsenal, they bottled the league. You are a pretty big yeah, Arsenal oh fan God. since time. Yeah, yeah. Um, how do you feel about that?
0: That was uh, typical Arsenal fashion, you know, just the whole year, be on top of the league. And then the last couple of games, just bottle it. Like you said, uh, at least, you know what I'm saying? The only positive I'll say is we're finally back in the Champions League. There you go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it sucks saying that, but yeah, at least we're back in the Champions League. Uh, hopefully, one day I get to go watch a <laughs> Champions League Arsenal game. That, that is actually a dream and goal. That, of mine.
2: That'd be dope, bro. Well, I also want to ask you uh,
0: were you the popular kid at Ascension of Our Lord? For sure. Yeah. For sure. The reason being is... Oh, sorry for that. The reason being is uh, I was like a chameleon, you know what I'm saying? Like, I could relate to everyone. Mm. I was the smart kid, also an athlete, Dude. and, like, also just, like, you know, just an overall, like, cool wow. guy. So, I, it was, like, it was like there's... I not really have no problem with anyone, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't really hold grudges or whatever. But, yeah, it was like... I was like an interesting mixture, you know what I'm saying? Where I was, like, always top three in my grade. Mm. And then also I'm in the basketball team, volleyball team, you know what I'm saying? So... Uh that made me just cause and I was also active, right? Like these different clubs. I'll just go out of my way and join. Uh and then you just meet people, people get to know you, and then you know, if you're cool, then you know what I'm saying, you just get known. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Was it
2: like that at Morningstar as well?
0: Um yeah. You know, yeah. one of the main reasons is like basketball team, man, and Morningstar, man, like <laughs> that's crazy, you guys know like the middle school <laughs> stuff too, but and, 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 and in of Morningstar we have to know, bro. You're a Yeah. Man. yeah. <laughs> Uh, in Morningstar um, basketball was like such a huge thing for our school that we have such a huge like history of basketball and that's where I actually started playing basketball I got really into basketball wanted to like you know I I love basketball Mm. from Morningstar and um, just being in the basketball team like for sure I would say and then again I was very active I joined every club still a smart kid uh, won a bunch of academic awards so you just get known you know just doing all that stuff yeah yeah no, that's that's no, pretty no. that's
2: pretty that's pretty cool yeah also we want to say congratulations you just got a tesla model y thank you thank you we joined the uh tesla club tesla club
0: yeah. um so yeah, fuck no, you. not the same reaction i get on money twitter you know and Bro, they, I get call them 40 year old mom, all this, but it's just dude, dude, dude.
1: It. Okay, why the model Y? At everyone on the lineup, why the why the Model Y?
0: So I actually went in to test drive a Model 3. And I was pretty I think I was talking to you about that too. I was I was pretty sold on the Model 3. Yeah. Even test drove it. And then when it was like time to just talk about like the payments and everything, the guy was like, yo, what, what are your thoughts on the Model Y? And um, the payments were like similar, you know? And I was like, Word. And it was there was right there, it was more spacious. I was like, let me test drive this as, as well. And I'm just so used to driving an SUV that mm. when I got on it, I was like, "This is like, you know, oh. what I'm saying? It, just, it felt so much more comfortable. I don't know, mm. and like okay. the space too. I don't know. Even though it's just me, I, the, the space alone, I, I like it. Um, okay. But yeah, I, I don't regret not getting the Model Three and the Model S. Um, I don't know. It's nice, but the bro, Model the X, nice. it's it's whatever. Like. I realized I thought I needed like the fastest car but even like this is like the standard Model Y and this shit's so fast I'm like yeah. I don't need anything like I, I genuinely don't need anything faster because uh, yeah. I was yeah. just getting I would just get in a lot of trouble if I had a faster <laughs> car for sure sure that's that's even true. this is like even too this fast is for very me. Dangerous, even too, me. Me. dangerous even this too, is too yeah. dangerous bro too like fast. for real yeah yeah Crazy. <laughs> Yeah. For bro, real.
1: Uh, is Amber giving a shit for grabbing this car oh my
0: god yeah Amber <laughs> Amber and her husband Oh, yeah. Since the minute I told him I got a Tesla, I'm getting a lot of pride jokes. Yeah, yeah, um, literally. It's not a real car. Crazy. It's an iPad. You know, good luck driving an iPad jokes. Like, uh, fuck, but I, but I love it. But I love it, you know? I've never been a cars guy, you know what I'm saying? Okay, so it's okay. like, I don't care about the noise. Like, my friends, you know, like, they get horny over noises, and like car <laughs> noises, and I'm like, who's the weird one you or me you know what i'm saying like for real like oh my god the engine a 52 do you hear that noise i'm like bro i don't crazy. i don't give a shit like let me just a to b let me get there you know what i'm saying crazy. and my car drives itself Fuck, like, bro i'm so happy
2: I'm, I'm so happy this is happening because i think this is the first time ever in our podcast Someone that has been two. yeah someone's on my side with the teslas bro Fuck your shitbox, bro. I've been saying.
1: I don't give a. No one fucking cares. No one cares. You guys are are tools of the matrix, bro. Bro, you're next lockdown, bro. They're gonna turn your car off, bro. (laughs) Then let's see who's laughing, bro.
0: Perfect, bro. I'll get my boosters. Listen, I'll get it back.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah,
1: bro. Listen, bro. I'll just
0: identify
2: as another gender. What are they gonna do then? You can't discriminate me.
1: There's nothing to do with your gender. They're locking your ass down, bro. We'll make it about gender. We'll make it about gender. I'm gonna become a woman, and then what? Crazy. Okay. Okay yeah let's Less not go about down EOBs, that route yet <laughs> more of a splash man so you came here from nepal at nine years old man What was that fucking culture shock like because oh, it was language did you know english before coming here
0: yes yeah, so i'm very grateful that my parents and then my my family they put me in really good schools when i was in nepal okay. so i i actually like had learned english and then even like when i was younger my uncle like you know he would go to would bring me his college books and i'll just read oh. i was like it will just be a thing where i'm just reading like, I don't know what I'm reading, but I'm just practicing reading. reading. And that's, hence, I don't have a brown accent, you know? Like, I know a lot of people that came before me, that have a brown accent, and and no diss to you if you do, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It doesn't matter. But, like, but that's one of the reasons I don't, is, like, from a young age. And then even in my school, it, during English class, you couldn't speak Nepalese. Otherwise, you'd, you'd have to, you know, get punished. Or, like, oh. and in Nepalese class, you couldn't speak English. Like, it's very strict, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, school back home is so strict and very, like, disciplinary and... Mm. <clears throat> And structured and the culture shock was there bro like something as simple as like bro the nepal airport has one escalator that goes up when i okay. when we landed in hong kong for a layover bro we had a what like 12 hour layover i did not get bored bro we just <laughs> went to the bathrooms, like what the like dryer like what oh, like just oh, going sure. up and down escalators random escalators we're like, like i'm from a village you know what i'm saying like oh, you actually from a village like village grew up with a cow goats like wow. literal like literal village like you know what I'm saying like yeah like um my mom used to like milk our cows and go sell like like the milk no way mar- like things like that like the bread like, a guy used to come with a thing of bread and just buy from them and stuff like Crazy. like they still live like you know close to the city it's not like I was very like remote Isolated, yeah <clears throat> but definitely like yeah I grew up in a village um
1: oh. Dude, that contrast, contrast is insane. Huge. Growing up in a village to now fucking making all this money online too versus watching your parents literally fucking milk cow walk to the market. Yeah. Uh, what do your parents think about all this, man?
0: Yeah, they're, they're very proud of me. Um, you know, I'm, 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 I'm very grateful that they had sacrificed what they had to sacrifice to bring, my, bring me and my sister here Yeah. Um, because they didn't have to. You know what I'm saying? Like, my dad yeah. had a pretty good life there. You know, he was a yeah. uh, paralegal, Okay. and he also used to sell real estate oh, wow. yeah so um he, he had it good my mom you know what i'm saying she had to do things around the house and when they came here like life wasn't you know what i'm saying it wasn't like easy for them yeah, it's not easy transition. necessarily right oh. so uh yeah it was necessarily like you know easy for them to just do all this and then sacrifice like you know leave everything they know you know what i'm saying like my parents don't even know proper english to just leave all that behind and yeah. come here for me and my sister that that means a lot and mm. i'm very grateful um, and then on the culture shock I actually have funnier stories too Like when I landed in Toronto I remember it was December 6, 2008 We go outside It's freezing Oh Freezing shit. I think it was one of the first days it started it snowing Then we go to our apartment Dad picks us up Go to our apartment I remember my dad got hot water On command From the tap That was like Whoa Mind blowing Mind blowing oh, oh, And yeah, like yeah. Shit. Going, And our next day Is going to the grocery stores Like cause you know Where I'm from Like I remember The shop near me Like you know You tell the guy what you want Give him the money And then he grabs it for you and gives it to you. Like just seeing that you, there's so much abundance of everything and then you can just Uh. touch it, grab it. Like before you even pay it, I I was like such a culture (laughs) shock. And I came here a skinny kid, but the first couple of years I got fat. Like I got mm. very chubby because I was just eating. eating. I was just eating, bro. Like you know, you hear all these things. Like I remember in Nepal, I've never even had pizza. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, so yeah, many yeah. things I never I'm had. Actually, so I was no. like, yo, I was just eating, dope. eat everything, bro. Go to a banquet hall, just <clears throat> fucking stuff myself. <laughs> you know, all you can eat, let's go. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, like a lot of culture shock, a lot of, uh, a lot of just the new way of life. I remember even going to school. In Nepal, they'll be like, yeah, write two pages, 10 minutes. Yeah, Here, yeah, it's yeah. like, all right, guys, write a paragraph. You have 30 <laughs> minutes. You know what I'm saying? Like, like the, the contrast was so different yeah, as well yeah. in, like, how, what the expectations was, even if you were so young.
2: Yo, so talk to us about, like, in Nepal, because I know, like, I'm Tamil, so I'm Sri Lankan. In Sri Lanka, if you're a kid and, like, you fucking misbehave, you get beat. you get beat in Nepal, too?
0: Yeah, right? The teachers, because they used to favoritize the, the female students. They used to get the, the female students to get the skinny branches. You know why the skinny ones? Cause it stings. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Cause like yeah, when you know, sure, yeah. Like, yeah, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, Cause yeah, it yeah. stings. I remember even once, bro. I still remember his name, bro. Mr. Sonam Lama, bro. That guy's a crazy psychopath now I think about it. Bro, he wouldn't... Because, you know, like, like let's say you did something wrong. Like, you get like, all right, four slaps or five slaps, bro. This guy wouldn't slap. He would push the kids. And yeah. mind you, we're seven, eight years old. Yeah. So now when I think Your back to some of these things, like, I'm like, these it. guys are psychopaths, bro. Yeah. Like, And, like, I definitely, like, probably grew up with some trauma from that. You know what I'm crazy. saying? Like, just, like... Like just getting beat or just like over the random shit too. It's weird. Like okay, rulers. So yo, I have a
1: good question for you then. Because you <clears throat> see in the contrast. You saw Western school and then you saw school back back home. Eastern. I guess east. Uh, what would you say is better? The back home schooling or the schooling here in terms of like the discipline side?
0: Oh, discipline way more oh, there. I mean, home. I remember just even think about like if you're having conversation with your friends that damn, they can't beat you here. Yeah. Right? Like, you know, like, like that's the shit we're talking about. <laughs> like Yo, they can't hit you here. Even your parents can't hit you. Or you yeah. can just... Call. I remember my dad be like, oh, this kid, you know, this parents beat this kid and he called the police and like yeah, all this shit. Yeah, yeah, They took I him away I heard all this shit. I was hearing all these stories and how like once, even like a kid that called the police, you know, they solved it. And then his dad... Took him back to India and sort of beat the shit out of him there. <laughs> bro, that shit hilarious, bro, bro. my
1: mom used to give us extra beating for not telling the police, bro. Okay. <laughs> oh, my God.
0: <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's, it's uh, I got way more discipline back home than here. Again, like, the schooling was softer here for sure. And the expectations were just so low. Like, I feel like... There, if you're dumb, they're like, "Good luck," you know what I'm saying? And, and then if you you're get beat for being dumb, fam. Yeah, and, and if you're smart, I remember seeing some kids go two grades of grades above me that were in the same grade as me, like the next year, because they were just yeah. gifted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah, what right, I'm right, saying? Yeah. So they, there, I think it's a lot to do with your intellect, rather that's than just your saying, age, age. You know what I'm saying? Because like, they they have standards, especially uh, schools, uh, good schools, they're private schools, right? So like, you know what I'm saying? Like they I've they, they maintain their own standards, so it's not like oh, a school board that's like keeping all this check this criteria yeah. whatever um so yeah that uh, is a huge change huge change for sure bro, ask,
2: I'm trying to think like imagine because when you were you were eight years old when you came out, you said right? yeah
0: like about to turn nine so yeah eight years let's just say I yeah guess. like
2: bro imagine because we probably remember a lot of things from when we were yeah, eight yeah, like imagine sure. how much he remembers like the actual yeah. difference from like using papers and pencils to write mm-hmm. stuff to now you could fucking write shit on your car with your yeah. Tesla. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Computers, like we nuts. have to
0: share, bro. Computers, we have to share. I remember we have to learn. Like, we have to, this is how, stri- like, to give you guys examples of, like, standards, right? When we learned, like, computers, we have to memorize the keyboard. Q-W-E-R-T, like, all these, like, things mm. like yeah, that. And, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, like, you know, like, all these things. I remember four guys sharing one computer. I remember playing Dangerous Dave, Mario in our computers. Oh, like, we want to use, I don't even think I use the internet when I was in Nepal, I don't even know about it probably, you know what I'm saying, yeah, like, okay. I remember uh, to use the computer, we used to go to this place called Cybers, okay, so you yeah, go there, it, yeah. and then you, like and then cafes, you yeah, yeah. yeah, and then you rent out, like, a computer, and people would play GTA yeah. San Andreas, I remember that was yeah. huge, no way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, GTA, that was a huge thing, GTA San Andreas, um, just, yeah, different games like that, I remember just seeing the jetpacks, right, when I was younger, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, like, even computers, my uncle had a computer, and I just used to play games on it, uh, let's just even practicing typing. Never had the internet. Just playing games, Fair. going on Notepad, going on Paint, yeah, just drawing yeah, stuff yeah, like yeah, yeah. That was our entertainment. You know, Badass. yeah, that was been crazy. good times. Though. Well, you're, so you're born '99 as well. 2000. 2000. 2000. Yeah.
1: Okay. Okay. That's pretty dope, man. That's crazy, yeah, man. That's, sick. that's that's crazy. Now let's dabble into the internet marketing world. How'd you get involved in that?
2: Yep. So, well, in, oh, actually, actually, before we get into that, no, I wanna, well, let talk about what you're up to now. Sure. And let's take and let's like, go to the past. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Like that's so, what does Flashman do like right now?
0: And how- main focus Mintav uh, with my business partners. Mm-hmm. That's for me. My involvement is very less compared to what it used to be. And then honestly, huge focus just on my elite email business, um, and then just growing the personal brand. Man, I think those two things, like growing the personal, like I would say, just growing my personal brand will just flow every other thing I'm working on. Yeah. And the two main things I have is Mintav and elite email. Um, and yeah, I'm just kind of all in on that. I have some other side projects. Uh, you know, it's more. I, I more just got involved more for like you know my parents, family, and stuff. But um, yeah, my emails, man, emails, emails, hundred uh, percent.
2: And let's quickly, if you had to give like a one-liner, what is Elite Email and what is Mintav?
0: Mintav is a service. Uh, we do email marketing for e-commerce brands, mm-hmm. and Elite Email is consulting for email marketing. So I've been doing this since I was what 17, writing emails since I was like 17, six years. So so many people are new to the industry and they need guidance, right? And who, like, you know, who do you go to than the guy that's been doing it, like, since they was 17. So yeah. Yeah. just people always kept on asking me, so I just, you know, built the consulting side. Um, so, yeah, they're both email-related. One's consulting, one's service. Okay, dope.
1: I bet you get this question a lot, but is email marketing still effective in 2023? Oh, <laughs> well, for
0: sure, man. I mean, just look at yourself, bro. Do you check your emails every day? I guess so, yeah. Yeah, you know, and, yeah. and the thing is, like, Email marketing, like, we're not trying to, like, convince people, right? Like, we're not trying to, like, it's not effective in the sense of, like, you can't send emails to people that don't want to see the emails, right? We're just focused on sending emails to people that actually want to read the emails. Like, even when I was in high school, my mentor, Brandon, like, I used to look forward to his emails, right? Mm. So it's like, that's what we're, like, there's people that still prefer email as a method of communication, and we just... Use that, you know what I'm saying? If you take out emails, segment, flows, campaigns, if you just look at what it is, it's just another communication tool mm. with your audience, with your customers, potential customers, X, Y, Z, right? So if you look at it in that frame, you realize it's it's never really dead, right? It's just yeah, another, yeah, yeah. It's and it's a database you own, right? Of course. Like Facebook, like Instagram, Aldi, they can shut you down like this. You make one wrong joke. You say one wrong thing, you're gone, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. With emails, you own that data. It's That's yours. And it's also when you sell your business, like you... You, that's an asset that comes with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, I've yeah, had yeah. clients that sold their business, and because of the email systems we built up, that definitely increased their valuation. Of
1: course, of mm. course so what's a decent open rate then? Because I'm assuming it's 20 to 30 percent. Twenty to thirty percent. Yeah,
0: if you're getting above thirty percent, you're doing really well. And again, you can do that with like, you know, proper segmentation. Some of our clients, we just when we send to the engaged list, it's like 80%, right? Okay. And then, you know, um, and then we just have to test different things out. But yeah, there's industry standard, 20 to 30 percent. Okay. Again, um, if you guys actually want to know the specifics, you can even go on uh, you can search clavio benchmarks and it'll tell you based on the different industries what should oh. be your benchmarks if you're in fashion. This is the average open rate. This is the average click-through rate. This is the average dollar per recipient, right? So you can kind of use that to gauge if you are doing good or not.
1: Solid, solid. Dope. And then again, all respect to your clients and privacy, but are there any some some big people you work with that you're comfortable sharing?
0: One big one is, like, you guys might know is Fit Tea because they were one of the biggest, like, I think, for one of the first ones to do Instagram <laughs> influencers, like, you know, they had yeah. Kim Kardashian, right. Kylie, yeah, remember? Yeah, yeah, that was the yeah, original yeah, yeah. one, the Fit T every yeah, Every influencer. Yeah, yeah. Every so we've worked man. with Fit Tea. That's crazy. We can talk about that. Um... There's a bunch of different brands. Again, yeah, I, I don't, you know what I'm saying? I just yeah, don't yeah, want to yeah. get myself in trouble of mentioning, course, but course. I've <laughs> also, yeah, just work with a lot of personal brands as well, you know, and, and people in the e-commerce industry yeah. like uh, like Tanner, like my yeah. mentor, Brandon Carter. Yeah. Uh, just, yeah, and because uh, Brandon is the one that actually, like, you know, taught me emails as well. Yeah. So I was also, I had the opportunity to learn from him and, and and also do email marketing for him. And we've been blessed enough to now, you know, before it was working with a lot of people in the industry, in the community, uh, people that run stores of their own but now we've been able to uh work with like actual corporations you know like yeah. people like where like the relationship mm. is so much more different oh, at, yeah, and yeah. i like it this way for sure Yo, are
2: there any corporations that you could say
0: oh th- i honestly just don't want to like i just i just don't want to get in trouble it? you know what i'm saying
1: you can censor it yeah, you can censor
0: it but yeah. even then like it's like it's not like you might not, not even like it might be like like there's one you know like that's Oh, don't say it if you don't want it. It's fine. Yeah, because like, like there's, I'll just say like there was one when we started inquiring to work with them. One of my business partner, a girl he was talking to, like she knew about it because it was a female product. So she knew about the brand. Okay. And, like that was like cool, you know, or like mm. um, I remember once. Oh, no, when I was in Dubai, I bought my uh, business partner, an Oud, you know, yeah, uh, yeah, like, yeah. A Oud. And when I gave it to him, he's like, I swear to God, our client sells this. And, like, I was, like, that was cool. That oh, was really cool. shit. And when we went to his website, it, it was there. I was like, sick. That's really cool. That's sick. Um, I don't know if he's, like, a, you know, third-party seller, but that was kind of cool as well. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. we've had a lot like this, or even, like, some of our clients have, like, are licensed, we're licensed partners of the NHL, or, like, you know, oh, licensed to, for, like, a specific, like, oh, yeah, one of the clients was in 2K, right? Uh Like, their oh, brand. Shit. Yeah, it's crazy. So uh, it's it's really cool, man. It's, like, things like that make it cool, or, like, you know, it's always cool to work with, like weed brands or like cbd brands too like which we which we
2: have can we talk about uh the sleeping one
0: uh sweet dreams yeah yeah so with sweet dreams i don't continuously run the emails it was more in the beginning when fest started he needed some emails right and as a favor or a friend you know uh, we designed some emails i'm not too sure if he still uses them i don't think so i think he has his own email marketers now but yeah um that was a really cool design case study because uh the emails were very well like gotta give props to fez because the branding you know who that is the the branding on sweet dreams is so clean and i remember when our designers got the assets and you know fez told her the vision behind the emails and she executed on it those were so those were still some of my favorite emails that were designed from our company
2: no yeah that that guy's actually pretty dope it's interesting to see what he does as well yeah yeah. you got it
1: Go ahead, you know, I was gonna say uh, now that you've achieved this level of success You have the money you're literally bumping shoulders with some legends in this space. What keeps you going? Like why are you not just fucking off? I just want to blow the money. I don't really care to work anymore <laughs> Well, what you just you said it, you
0: know You bump shoulders with people that are doing better would that expose to you that there's more right? Yeah. So when I first started I thought Yo, ten thousand dollars a month I will <laughs> I'm, I'm like I can do whatever and I'm set for life, right? Mm-hmm. And then you just like you know you meet people and then you, they they expand your mind into what's possible right like i remember i think it was 2020 uh when we had lockdowns here i would go to miami often and just being around the different people that i was around i remember just million dollars just sounding so like less normal and just yeah. so like you know what i'm saying yeah, like yeah. it's it's very different it's, it's it's the environment for sure bro yeah. it's like don't get me wrong man like i, I definitely need to like kind of just remind myself like yo like for our age for whatever we're doing, I'm doing well, but, but like you also, like just being in the community, you get reminded that there's people doing 10X, 100X you. And, and if if you believe that you have the potential to do so, that you're going to do it. Right. You don't like, I think we, we all can agree. We like, as men, we have a little bit of like a competitive element to us. (laughs) And when we see someone do something, you're like, I can do it too. Like that pushes you, right. No matter what you have, what you like, you know, no matter what you have and what you've achieved, Mm. like you always want to push yourself. Like, you know like i think it's like a thing of just playing sports and yeah. even with school actually you know for getting good grades it was all competition for me yeah, yeah you know yeah, yeah. saying like I, I i just wanted to be better than other people yep. yeah you know what i'm saying and, and that's what drove me yeah as as i don't know if it sounds like even you know like bad or not but like that's what drove me really just competition. Sure. About I, it's
2: it. interesting right because like ego it is ego right and i think mm. ego can have a lot of positives as well mm-hmm. i think sure. it's keeping your ego in check like for example i think we all agree like Bro, if I see someone doing something and I'm, I look at myself like, yo, like, fuck that guy. I could do it better. like Or For sure. I could do that too. For right? sure. And it's not like, fuck that guy. Like, oh, like, actually fuck that guy. But it's just like, yo, I know what I can do. And it's yeah. just I'm not any different competing. than that
0: yeah. guy. And you're, you're not, we're not. That's the thing. We're not. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, I know some of the guys doing way better than me. I know the same things as them. The main thing is they just did it. Yeah. yeah. They just did it and they did it consistently. Yeah. Right? So... Um, I can't get mad, right? Like, it's sure. like, yeah, shit, yo, you guys did the work, you got it. Even though I might know what to do, I didn't do it, so yeah. I don't have the results. Like, I gotta just hug that, you know what I'm saying? Like,
2: yo, and I, I want to share a, a, a story actually, because I remember when I first bumped into your stuff. I don't even know how it was. I think someone reposted or fucking somehow I saw it, right? and i was like yo like who is this guy this guy seems pretty cool and at first i see you i think this was when you moved into the ice condos mm. and you were just like fucking always going <laughs> <a> phase, bro <laughs> we'll talk about that we'll in a moment. too, that too. Uh, but yeah i remember like i was just I always see this guy i'm like yo like how old is this guy what is this guy doing and this guy i think you, i think you had a couple wins you uh, hit like a big number on like uh monthly revenue and then you also moved into the condo and i was like yo this guy's pretty sick and then i was like yo this guy's my fucking age. Mm-hmm. I was like, no fucking way. This is when I first started getting into entrepreneurship as well. Mm-hmm. And then I remember I took a course. Yeah, I remember this. Um, yeah. Fucking ha- signed a client within 24 hours. I was like, yo, I was so hyped. I was telling this guy everything. And then fucking, um, I don't know what happened, but I just didn't like emails. I was like, yo, like, I don't want to do this anymore, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then it's so cool to see everything come in full circle. Cause like, bro, there was genuinely a period where I would look forward to you going on live. I'm like, yo, I just want to hear what this guy says. No way. I just want to learn from this wow. guy. And then Man. fucking, it's crazy. Cause then I got my car. And then I remember you actually reposted it and you were like, yo, this is fucking sick. And I was like, Yo, it's crazy how everything's in full circle. And literally, I looked at Splashman, and I'm like, "Yo, I could do this too." Yeah. And like, it's just so nice seeing all these people, even if they're not your age, even if they're younger, older, whatever. But the whole point of this is find someone who's doing something that you like, and you could fucking do it too. No yeah. doubt. And it's crazy. It's so cool yeah. to see this too.
1: I think that's also the balance between ego and humility as well. It's like yes, having the ego is great to be able to think I could do this as well, but also the humility of like, yo. Let me learn from someone who knows how to do this. For sure. How many times do we see a guy that like, I'm not going to buy the course. I'm going to learn this on YouTube. Yeah. And it's like, I've been there, bro. You I've, know? I've been
0: there. Like Even when I first started dropshipping, got my first couple of sales, I thought I knew everything. Yeah. That yeah. that was the reason for my demise yeah. is my ego. Me not wanting to watch the videos that I know would help me, yeah. right? Thinking I know better than some of these guys. And like it, it really was like one of the early downfalls of, for me in my early stages was like, having that ego of like yeah. not willing to learn from someone. And yeah. if you feel that way about someone, that's probably someone you should actually be learning from. Yeah, is sure. What I've learned just through my experience. And I remember when I heard hermosi talk about that, it even mm. hit me even more. It was like such a, I'm like, I'm like, damn, even at that level, he has these thoughts where yeah. like the people that you might like feel a certain way about when you see like a little, like just a little bit of jealousy, a little, yeah, envy, yeah, you know? yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> like you actually should be listening to that instead of avoiding it. Yeah. You know? and then when, when I heard hermosi say that, I was like, Wow. You know, that was very powerful to hear someone at that level talk about, uh, you know, the same, like, because who talks about this, right? Like, we don't we don't really, like, these feelings are so foreign. You can't just go talk about this with your friends, right? They're they like, the fuck are you talking about, bro? You have, you have this, you have this. Oh, yeah, why yeah. are you complaining? Yeah, yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah. right? So, um, yeah, man, it's just, you're right. It's that balance between both, like, having that ego of like, yeah, I can do this, but humility is like, I am willing to learn as yeah. well. Or,
2: and I think another thing is I kind of take it to the extreme and a lot of people disagree with me when I say people like, Hitler, obviously fucking not a good person. But I'd even argue to say there are... <laughs> listen, listen, stay with me, stay with me. <laughs> there are things you could learn from a guy like Hitler.
0: It's true. Like what? I mean, yo, Like,
2: just to wait, fam. The guy's actually a fucking genius. Actually,
0: you know what? That's true. So he is when, a genius. When man. I was in Cal... I'm not saying
2: like, I support fucking whatever yeah, he did, right? Yeah, no, of for, course not. Of course, course not. But so bro, All
0: my Jewish friends listening, this is not a reflection of my views. <laughs> We're just using <laughs> no, this no, for I, educational purposes. But you're right. I remember one thing I learned when I was in California. Someone was... He was in Tony Robbins' Mastermind. Okay. And to make a point about affirmations and incantations, he was talking about Hitler. And he said, when you see Hitler speak, look how he's using his body. It was like, you know, because I asked him about, he was talking about affirmations. He's like, I don't do affirmations. I do incantations. I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, it's when you put your body into it. You're not just yeah, saying, yeah, yeah. I will be successful. It's like, I will be successful. You know, like you're doing things like that. And he gave me the example of Hitler. You know what I'm saying? And then like, he's like, look at his speech. Look at how, how he's speaking. Look mm-hmm. at how he's, you know what I'm saying? so." For sure, and that's that's a, that's a lesson in itself, right? You can learn from every anyone, good or bad. And I, I think I also learned that from my mentor, Brandon, because I, I just noticed how curious you... I remember one of the first times I met him, this is when I was first starting dropshipping. They already have a successful e-commerce brand. Uh, you know, he called me over when I was in New York to come to the office, just drop by. And I remember he asked me so many questions. And I remember just like, I felt so good because I'm like, damn, <laughs> like someone I looked up to is like asking me for my feedback and like, and i saw that like, he genuinely listened and he yeah. genuinely like wanted to learn and genuinely curious and like even till now you know he's still he still like is does that like no matter who it is yep. he's just willing to learn right. and, and 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 i took that from him for sure that's that's
2: fucking sick i mean okay maybe the Hitler one was i, I can see why it's very extreme but mm-hmm. let's look at a modern example like a lot of people hate Andrew tate but mm-hmm. there is without a doubt you can yeah. learn a lot of from course, the guy right sure. and a lot of people hate him like there's just so many people they'll be complaining about, oh, Andrew Tate's a, the M-word. You can say the M-word, right? Misogynist. Yeah. Fucking Misogyny. this, that, whatever. Yeah. And, Misogyny. and Misogyny. meanwhile, meanwhile <laughs> the, like, the person complaining, he's a cuck. And it's like, buddy, like fucking, you know what I mean? I don't know. It's interesting. And I think... um you can, Yeah,
0: you can learn anything from everybody, right? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, even with the Andrew Tate, it's, it's funny. Like, they just... Most times, like, when you hear, like, someone hate on him, I'm like, you you are an NPC. You're just repeating things you've heard. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I feel the same way about Trump haters, too. I mean, I was, bro, to put that in a perspective, when Trump got elected, I remember posting on my Snapchat story, I remember I wrote, when a joke goes too far, right? I'm <laughs> like, I remember, like, like think about it. I knew nothing about this. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm yeah, literally yeah. an NPC just fucking following the narrative. Yeah, yeah. Right? I, remember, I remember until, like, I got a little older where I'm like, wait. Why did I automatically just hate this yeah, guy? Yeah, Wait, yeah, like, yeah. Why didn't I just even take time? And I'm not saying I'm a Trump. I don't even care. I'm, we're in the Canada. We don't give a shit about Trump or yeah, Biden yeah, yeah. or whatever, right? But it's like <laughs> I remember just coming into like, like just that 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 thought pattern and just the open mindedness of like, why did I automatically just hate this hate guy? guy? Why did I automatically have a stigma with them, right? And then that made me realize like, oh shit, I got to be very careful because you never know. Like, people <laughs> could be putting thoughts and beliefs in you. And an, a perfect example of this is people that never left their hometown but have opinions on the world oh. you know what i mean like it's very interesting because like they'll talk s- with so much conviction yeah, yeah this yeah. is how the world is this is how it works yeah, yeah, but yeah. they've never left toronto right Crazy. Like, and, and, but like until because I, I say there's two truths right one truth is a truth that's given to you especially when you're young your teachers your parents yeah they tell you this is how life is hey don't do that hey yeah, yeah, you yeah, shouldn't yeah. do that hey you know i remember even my something that stuck with me when I was in grade five as my teacher, I remember something came up and the job said it was $20 an hour and I remember my teacher saying, $20 an hour, that's amazing, right? <laughs> so imagine growing up, you're just like, oh yeah, $20 an right, hour, that's, that's, that's amazing, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so so there's that truth that's yeah. given to you and a lot of these people that like just say things, like, it's they're not, they don't even know, but it's, it's, that's given to them. They're regurgitating yeah. something that's given to them. Yeah, program. And then there is a the truth that you live, right? Where you actually go mm. somewhere and then you realize, whoa, this is how the world is. Yes. Oh, like, and then no one can argue with you, right? Yes. Because you're mm. like, how can you argue with me? I yeah. experienced it. Yeah. So, yeah. so I am very that's big liar. on only being very, having absolute conviction on my truth that I've experienced and lived. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Don't get me wrong. That's I still have my club. moments and I still have my things where I might be, you know, something that was put in my head, I, I still yeah, think that yeah, way. Yeah. And, and I, and, and I notice and I catch it sometimes. I was yeah, like, yeah, yeah, of course. Wait, what, why did, you know what I'm saying? Like, even with Tesla, bro, I remember one of the main <laughs> reasons I was so against it is because one of my homies, you know, he, he just gave me such a negative like perspective yeah, on yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, But then I, I never took time to think that, wait, this ne- guy never had a charger at his home and he had to go out and charge all the time. Of course, I can see why he would hate yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and then he drives a lot too. So, I, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, but, and then I remember just automatically rejecting Tesla. I remember even my, um, someone close to me said, oh, you should get a Tesla. And I was like, no, why would I get, like, literally two weeks before I got it, I was telling her, why, why would I do that? No, this, 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 that, why? And I had to <laughs> sit down and they really think, I was like, wait, actually, no, this car actually makes sense for someone like me that barely drives, barely cares about cars. Yeah. Always wanted a Tesla, want to yeah. support Elon, you know what I'm saying? Like, shout out Elon. so, so like, I I still have those moments, but exactly, right? It's like living your, like living your truth and that's why i'm a huge advocate of traveling experiencing things Mm -hmm. especially while you're young because again right like you go to different parts of the world and you're like wow like first there's there's a lot of similarities but also there's a lot of differences you know what i'm saying and it's it's very cool and also you cannot learn from reading or or just even watching a video certain feelings you know what i mean of course i remember being in bali bro like seeing like these little kids bro they're just like probably under five, bro, trying to sell bracelets, you know? And then I remember it just hit, I remember that actually just hit me like a brick. Like, yeah. damn, bro. Or even like in Nepal when I went and like the kids that were working at the banquet hall I was at, they were younger than my sister, you know what I'm saying? And like, well, like, probably younger than like 14. And I was like, wow. Like just that feeling you get of like, damn, bro, I have it good. Like I gotta yeah. chill, you know? And then, yeah. and then you use that, like I remember one of the things about living in high school is the fucking elevators, bro. But then I had to catch myself. I'm like, wow, well, look how hard life is. So I live Bruh. on the 49th floor. So I had to take it too long. You wait, know wait, okay, hold on. So like, Let's talk about the
2: ice condos real quick. Cause, okay. Oh so I know you actually lived there. I remember everyone used to talk shit about the ice condos, but I've been there a couple of times, like with B&Bs and whatever, right? I've never had a bad experience until one time I was there like three nights in a row. We were on, I don't remember what for, but a high, we had to do the high rise elevators, right? And fucking the one day we were there, I, we wake up and fuck, uh, I wake up and fucking, <laughs> bro, I try to go downstairs. I'm like, okay, let me go to my car. I just want to fucking just go for a drive. The fucking
0: power is out. <laughs> bro. And, bro, you can't take the elevators. You have to take ah, the fucking the stairs. stairs. Oh, I've done that many times, bro. With my scooter in my hand, running up the stairs, bro. bro and, and then go to the high-rise part where I can call the elevator from there instead of the lobby, bro. Like, literally, like. Can- we have videos bro. probably yeah, yeah. i remember i think one of uh, the
2: funniest the funniest uh because I, I watched one of your vlogs before and the funniest clip i've seen of you is <laughs> it turns to splashman and splashman goes my building is run by fucking retards <laughs> that's true <laughs> and i fucking lost it because it was so funny it was so unexpected but now nah, bro i remember it's the ice condos too it just has such like a negative stigma connotation yeah stigma I'll say,
0: there's a reason for so right and um I'll, I'll give a context on how I even got to the ice condos. So, okay. when I, like, uh, 2019 summer, I, I was ready to move out, and and then my one criteria, man, I do not know, like. This is what I mean, man. Like, it's like young, and I'm very gra- grateful I went through these experience that taught me this. All I cared about was a really nice sea and tower view. I remember, I like, yeah, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. That's all I cared about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, bro, I got rejected for five places. You can only mm. imagine, 19. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like this guy, how is he getting this money? Yeah, when you were
2: searching for like six months too, right?
0: Bro, yeah, summer, and I got my place, like, boxing day, bro, so think about that, right? So, like, just, bro, just fall, so getting rejected, getting rejected, oh, my God, like, and then I remember uh, applying for one of the ice condos thing, and then the owners were Hindu, and they were, like, close, they lived close to me in Brampton, and then when they called me, you know what I'm saying, like, and I think they saw my name as well, you know, and my name is, like, it's named after, like, uh, one of the... A characters in or one of the people from the Mahabharata you know what I'm saying okay. actually like it was a really cool context on my name I'll give later as well but and I think you know that's why they accepted me oh. even though I was so young and bro I put six months like I was I put six month deposit down Dang. and like for all the time I was did that as well and I still got rejected so this it was like such a desperation move yeah, I was like yeah, yes yeah. you know what I mean it's like finally got something I, I'm gonna do it and um yeah like it was a lesson man i learned a lot about like you know where i want to live like what i care for what i look for when i live somewhere and i take these lessons with me but and i would say i'm very grateful i got very lucky because two and a half months in covid happened and the mm. building was actually normal <laughs> or like genuinely because you couldn't do airbnbs right yeah. one of the main reason airbnb uh you shouldn't live in ice condos is because you're allowed to do airbnbs in any building there's only select buildings in toronto that allow airbnb yeah and don't ever live there because it will be hard for you to live there right it's because there's too much foot traffic going on so the elevators are always busy yeah there's just too much like there's so much you know right? when you live in a building you want that community vibe yeah, where yeah, you, you 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 recognize, recognize the people yeah, yeah, you, you, yeah you recognize yeah. the people that live in the building yeah, you, you yeah. see familiar faces right um and bro elevator speech so important man so important for me man Cause had like nothing worse than like just bro having to go down knowing that it's gonna be a twenty minute journey if I had to go down and come back up. Like bro, the, it could the, be that. <laughs> the worst yeah. part is you
2: walk into the lobby and like you know the uh, I think it's fourteen. Were you at fourteen? I was at fourteen. Yeah. Well, you know when you like fucking go to the first glass doors and there's like the sliding one. Mm-hmm. When you go around the corner and you just see it's fucking packed. Oh man. And you're like, oh man, oh long God, day, bro, long that. day. And then bro, if you're in the high rise or no, the low rise one only has two. Or is it three as well? No, both have three, but they the thing was one was I saw the was work. always never. Yeah, the one on the far right. And there bro. are
0: certain times it'll be <laughs> two. So imagine all these floors, almost 40 some floors That's crazy. of people just getting out all the time. That's one crazy. elevator. Bro and, bro, and like
2: some, like around the pandemic time when there was also the social distancing. Oh, shit. So only three people per elevator. Bro, Holy no The
0: fight I had, tell Holy you a crazy story. Fuck. I've been waiting for five minutes, finally get the elevator. I just walk, so this guy guy trying to stop me like this. I just walk in, right? I'm not wearing my mask either. He's like, oh, you're not wearing your mask. He he like starts trying to open the elevator. Like you should get out, you should get out. And then like uh, it, it stops one more time. And he's like, yo, get out, get out. bro. I was already having such a bad day. <clears throat> and then he, I just looked at him. He's like, you're going to make me get out. You're going to make me you're get out? You punch his face off. No, 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 I didn't say anything, but I was so having bad. I'm like, bro, you're going to make me get out. But like, bro, I live here, bro. Don't disrespect me like that. And his wife's like, you can get fine. I'm like, who are you going to who's going to find you? <laughs> bro, again, I should not have dealt with the situation the way I dealt with it. I, but bro, I was so angry up, and I was so I impatient. It. And I was like, bro, first of all, who the hell are you to tell me? Already, I already knew this shit was a scam. So you know, what I'm saying I didn't give a shit. I'm not wearing no mask, whatever. I was like, oh, you we gotta wear a mask. You can get fined. I'm like, all right, find me, please. Go call the police. I literally told him, call the cops. I literally said, call. Them. I'm gonna complain to you. Go for it. Go do it. I don't care. Like you know, what I'm saying like that's. I, uh, I know you mentioned Tate a little bit, but I used, I grew up very shy, very timid, very just like anxious, scared of the world. But I think tape made me just be comfortable in my skin, you know what I'm saying? Mm. Where I was like, I ain't taking shit from people because like yeah. I don't have to, you know what I'm saying? And, and and again, the way that I handled that situation, not the best 20-year-old kid, you know? I, had a, I just had a horrible day just starting my morning. <laughs> and that, like, you probably just didn't want to be in my face that day, you know? like Because I was just already going through a lot. But... Yeah, man, ice condos, funny times, funny times, All indeed. Right. Those, those, that's a, you know, a legendary place.
1: We're talking about the condo
0: application. You mentioned your name is Hindu. Significant Hindu origins for that name. Are you a religious guy? Um. Yeah, man. I I'm religious. Like I have my own way. I have my beliefs in my own way. So a very interesting. I I I was raised Hindu in Nepal, and when I went to came to Canada, I don't know if it was a lot of these things we're going through, bro. But I just I just stopped believing, you know, I was, I was like, no, I was an atheist. I was an agnostic in the okay. sense of like, I didn't care. Believe in God. Yeah, yeah. I didn't care. I didn't care if it was real or not. I'm just like, bro, I don't. And I would say as well, man is it was forced to me. You know what I'm saying? I was never mm-hmm. inspired. Didn't, no one took time to inspire me. Yeah. It was so forced. Yeah. You must do this. We have to do this, mm. this, this, you know what I'm saying? And, and, and I recently uh reconnected with my faith, like eight to 10 months ago, like fully, you know, nice. um, through a psychedelic experience, uh, funny enough, um, and even it's, it's you know I'm just getting <clears throat> closer and deepening my faith, um, and yeah, and uh, you know I have my own beliefs. I yeah. respect every religion. I, I I try and actually it was world religion in grade eleven because I went to a Catholic Catholic school, yeah. and that's that's another thing too, man. Like even when I went to the Catholic school, bro, I wasn't inspired. It was I felt it was everything was so forced, forced. and 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 to me it's like that's it's like the rebel in us, right? The same reason we wouldn't wear the mask it's like you're, like you're like you must do this so like saying nah what the f- I must not do anything you know what I'm saying and uh, but the way I got back into it like you know in my own timeline where I was spy- inspired when everything sense when everything made sense to me yeah um I I yeah and then I, I like to study every religion because I like to take the good and what relates to me yeah and mm. and whatever doesn't relate I, I I don't listen to you know what I'm saying Man. and um yeah i respect hinduism i respect every religion i respect every religion i think that there's everything to learn you know Lots i've been, of benefits yeah i've been to a shabbat dinner with like jewish friends Jeez. in south africa That's i've been to a... mass you know just being in catholic school yeah. Go to, you know temple all the time i've been to gurdwara like um, buddhist temples like i'm very open-minded i i'm always willing to learn I just don't like anything that's forced upon me. Fair. You know what I'm saying? It's just, Fair. it does not feel like natural. Nature. It doesn't feel real. Fair. Wait, what's a Gurdwar? Gir- a what's that? Gurdwar is yeah. for Sikh. Oh, for Sikhs. Sikhs. Oh, okay. Yeah. Sikhs, yeah.
1: Okay, now talk us through the psychedelic journey.
0: Why'd you embark on that? Mm. So the first time I heard about psychedelics was when my friends, actually, no, first time I heard about psychedelics or shrooms was Family Guy when Brian <laughs> takes shrooms during traffic light and trips out so hard that he cuts his ear off. So imagine yeah, that. Yeah, Do you remember yeah, that episode, remember, bro? That episode. Yeah, bro so eh. imagine that's your perspective <laughs> just from cartoons. And then when I was in my senior year of high school, one of my friends, he texts me. He's like, yo, bro, I took LSD and it changed my life. Automatically, I'm like this guy's a crackhead, because yeah, 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 I don't yeah, know anything, yeah, right? Yeah. And then, and then, and then, and then uh, one day we're at Starbucks, and then my friend, you know, like, this is when I'm like reading a lot. I'm reading books like *Ego is the Enemy*, and I'm thinking about yeah, things yeah, like, yeah. you know, ego and like just all that. And then my friend, we were all at a Starbucks, and the, the same person that said that he took LSD, like he was showing us so much about. He was educating us, you know what I'm saying. He didn't, again didn't force us. Yeah, yeah. Inspired us just to look into it. I, I got so curious, <laughs> and for months I didn't do. I just did my research on it, and I did shrooms and LSD before I ever smoked weed, before I even cared to drink alcohol, bro. You know what I'm saying? I remember homecoming my in my freshman year, bro. I bought six pack of Corona. I just gave it all to my friends. All like, that, bro. I just I don't I, I never drank, you know. But I was so into psychedelics and. Uh, and I will say, my first couple of experiences, they they got me in touch with, I think, just my pure self, mm. and then it also made me more grateful and unlocked a lot of emotions. I think, like my friends used to tell me before that as well. I used to be very robotic. They thought that if we weren't talking about business or like self development, like I wouldn't want to talk to them. Like, I would get mm. angry. You know what I'm saying? Like oh, I was just so like Dialed. machine. Like I was like a machine, bro. You yeah, know, yeah, very yeah. like no like no emotions, bro. I, I promise you, bro. I don't even rem- I don't remember ever crying. Maybe when I was a kid, from before I took psychedelics, like even like bro, even when like I lost close ones, I remember I I didn't I don't know what it was. It was just, you know, I, I never. But after that, like I felt empathy for the first time. Okay. I remember the first time I took acid, December 9th, two thousand eighteen. Right? Like, I I remember all these dates, bro. Um, <laughs> like I, I felt grateful for the first time. Like I remember, mm. you know, Gary Vee always says, be grateful, be gratitude, gratitude, and you force <laughs> yourself to say, yeah, I'm grateful for this. But I remember yeah. like feeling grateful, just walking from. And not just when I'm on it, like after that, right, where yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm walking from my class back to my condo and I'm like, just getting this burst of happiness for yeah, no reason. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I'm like, wow, like feeling so happy. And, oh, for sure. you know, I had more experiences after that. And the, the very significant ones were October 25th, 2020. It's so significant that I have this like vision board type thing. Um, and then I write my current story and my future story. And what's funny is actually when I was eighteen, I did that, and a lot of my future story is my current story now. You know, and mm. I can even show you guys later. But in my current story right now, with that document that I have, that is there because it was mostly I, I write October twenty fifth, twenty twenty, born again as new self. Because mm-hmm. during that phase, bro, twenty twenty, bro, I was making money. I was, I, I was just, I just, just decided to live in Miami, bro, and I was just declining as a person. You know, just a lot of bad habits, just addicted to substances, a lot of, you know, and. And just going through that experience, man, I just like I, I just became out just like a whole new person, just all these wow. new perspectives and like gratitude. And like I remember the trip first started of me just looking at my life in such a negative light, right? And like I'm like, damn, my fam- my relationship, with my family sucks, my friends, man. Like you know, tomorrow I'm gonna wake up and it's just gonna be the same. Old- I, I I almost went crazy mm. until I remember I called one of my friends and I was telling him, I was and I was doing everything to make myself feel good, like listen to music try to watch videos and i couldn't i was going like genuinely going insane bro just thinking that i lived the worst i genuinely my perspective was i lived a horrible life right Amazing. and then i called one of my homies, i'm like bro i'm like freaking out bro like and then he, he picked up and he's like yo everything good and i was so fucked i couldn't even sp- t- speak back to him so i just told him bro because i'm like you know it can't be a conversation where i'm just listening and i can't even say anything back so i was like bro like um i'm just gonna listen to music i'll feel better and then in that moment, the thought that came to me is like, wow, man, I have some people in my life that are just willing to be there for me when I'm. And I just started thinking about love and all the unconditional love. Because, yo, you can agree, you guys can agree, when you get into like this world and when you start putting yourself out there, mm. you receive a lot of fake energy and fake oh, love. Sure. And that moment, I started just focusing on all the real unconditional love from people that just love me for who I am, not because mm. what I have, not because what I do. And bro, my mind shifts changed. And you know, just I was looking at everything in a negative light. Then I started looking at everything in the positive. I'm like, wow, "Wow, I'm only 20. I don't have to go to school. Man, like my me and my family we used to, you know, worry about the smallest, you know, like smallest financial things. We don't have to do that anymore. Mm. Like, you know, I'm like, I have such good people around me. I don't have to work a job. Like I'm so young. Like, and I and I looked everything in such a positive life and it taught me so many things like bro everything is perspective oh for sure you know what i'm saying like even to like the minuscule of like how you look at things right like if you feel bad it's actually on you because you are choose and then i noticed things like everything is a choice like, everything is a choice right it's like how you look at things what you do is like and i was like damn if i feel bad that means i'm choosing to look at things in a bad way it's making me feel bad yeah, yeah You know, yeah, like yeah, all yeah, yeah. these little different perspectives bro i remember even calling my homie bro like just telling him like I feel like I just like swallowed the blue pill like I can yeah, never yeah, go back yeah, like yeah. I I escaped the matrix I realized damn like how much I get hold back by caring about what other people think oh, well, I realized sure. that was the real matrix where oh, you're sure. stuck into this, loop, In this of, like, loop of like what other people think and know oh, like you know all these things yes. and damn, that trip was so good and it, and it really changed me um, and then since then you know and people might be like oh you know you're promoting drugs and you have an addiction no, <laughs> I love it so much I do it once or twice a year Fair. you know what I'm saying that's it's like, it just once or twice, well, twice yeah, a year yeah cause like if you abuse it, like it's a tool. I don't look, it course, I look at it as a drug. I look at as a tool. Like it's on a getaway. And, and 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 it's a it's a feeling when I know I'm ready. You know when I, when I oh, know I should. Sure. I can I can go and embark in the new journey. You know and then the last proper one for me was in uh, uh no of November, where like I had such like you know crazy experiences that like I found myself you know. Finding God. It was crazy, yeah, man. Like, so. yeah. And then just like realizing stuff, man. Like, I just broke down crying, just asking for forgiveness. Yeah. But also just thanking some higher power. Yes. And this for the first time, I understood what it meant to be a God fearing human being. Yeah. You know, of like, yes. like, I, cause I never understood that. I remember Iman also had a clip, Iman Godzi, where he was like, I would never work with anyone that's an atheist. Yeah. And I remember mm. before that experience, I was like, you know, I, <laughs> I respect people that I, I was, I was like 80% believe, 20%. Yeah, so, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, and then, then I was just thinking, I'm like, why, why would he say that? Like, you know, it's, it's such an interesting, why would it's weird? But then after that, I'm like, I understood why. I understood like a lot of these concepts that was that I was told, but I never like really fully grasped. And then, you know, just like and again, new perspectives, bro. Just realizing, damn, I live, I've been living my dream life. I just put, make myself miserable. You know, just like over stressing and overthinking. And yeah, man, just very like psychedelics, it's a tool. If you don't abuse it and you use it correct, correctly in the right environment. I've seen people that grew up in the worst environment that were suicidal. Mm-hmm. That after they did psychedelics, told me things like, yeah. I don't have time to be sad. Life is so beautiful.
1: Yes. Because that's the interesting thing about psychedelics is it opens your trait openness, it, right? It opens you so, like to a whole new world. once you have that trait openness, you could accept religion, accept your feelings. A lot of these things that society's programmed you to do mm-hmm. and you've sh- closed off and shut off, it's like it opens these branches, right? Mm-hmm. Even the consumption of, of mushroom, not even the psychedelic portion, on a regular basis opens pathways in your for mind. Sure. I've actually never done a proper psychedelic before. I've always been studying for literally years. But it's just interesting to see. I, I personally haven't went through extreme sadness or extreme depression, I feel like I've, I've been generally connected to my, my spiritual self. Mm-hmm. That's why I haven't hence dabbled. Yeah. But for someone who's been struggling, like you were saying, who feels like they're an NPC, they don't feel emotions, they can't learn new things, this is a great tool to use. And I love yeah. how you said you're doing it once, twice a year, because like, oh, that's crazy. Because I know guys who like, that. what happens is there's two extremes. Either they don't yeah. want to do drugs or it's like every day. And like now instead of being productive, they're doing nothing but getting high off shrooms. Yeah. That, that could be dangerous as well.
2: And bro, one of the funniest things you said at the start was, um, I remember like I consider, or based off of actual statistics i do decent in the stock market when i long-term invest right and i remember one of my two of my boys uh they there's nothing wrong with them right they're they're fucking cool i love them they're they're my friends but they weren't an entrepreneur they didn't have that like money-making mindset i remember they told me when they're like "Yo, are like we do shrooms like here and there like you should do it you'll pick out the next big stock and i'm like what a fucking idiot i'm like how are you gonna tell me i should fucking take a? literally i'm like you are telling me to be a crackhead so i can pick a better stock like and I I remember I judged them so heavily and then I realized like, okay, if everyone, not everyone, but if a lot of people are talking about the benefits of it, surely there has to be some sort of good. And I think it's taking away the good. And I also like how you mentioned uh, the, I think you said the the vision board. Cause uh, this is actually a funny story. Recently I found like one of my old journals in 2020, I think I journaled every single day Mm -hmm. and I also had an old vision board and there's a Mm -hmm. couple things I had in there. One was a Burberry shirt. I don't know why, but fucking, I think, uh, do you know the rapper Casper? (laughs) Casper, he made a song called Burberry Closet and I was like, Yo, I don't know. I've never heard this brand before, but it actually looks fucking sick. And I was like, Yo, that Burberry shirt, I want it. So I put on my vision board. There was uh, a Macaj jacket, uh, my car, and even in my journal. Every single day after I journaled, I would write down, I want the Tesla, or no, I, I think I wrote down like some some sort of way where it's like I already have it. So the Tesla mm. Model Three, and it was, bro, this is gonna blow your mind. So specifically, twenty thousand uh, followers, which is fucking crazy, because the big number I hit was 20,000 YouTube mm. subscribers. Mm. And I was like, the accuracy in that is fucking crazy. And yeah. then another one was 10K a month. And then after I cleared 10K a month, like all these things, I didn't realize I got them, but I had already wrote about yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, bro. And I was like, yeah.
1: wow, what the That's fuck? actually big. Cause That's you, powerful, you're man. spitting facts. Because I remember I would do something very similar, journal every day and and mm-hmm. have these thresholds. Yeah. And then when I did hit, hit these goals, it's one of those things where like, it didn't feel crazy like i always thought like when i fucking hit 10k a month yeah, yeah. when i get the car when i get the girl it's like it's gonna be big but it's yeah. one of those things where like in my mind i already felt like i had it the whole time yeah, yeah. Right, which it's it's very it's very 100% bro, it's yeah, exactly it's what you cool. said
0: like bro you you forget that you even wrote it down and then and years and later you go back to life. and you're like wow like damn i actually did that I actually yeah. it actually came through and I, I bro i have things i wrote when i was 17 like I love that my marketing agency makes me a living. Like, I didn't even have a marketing agency then, you know? That's fucking I remember nuts. Grant Cardone. I learned that from Grant Cardone, where you write your goals as if you already achieved them. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I, I've I moved out. I dropped out of Ryerson. I traveled the world. Did exactly that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, things nuts. like that. And then when I look back, I was like, yo, I did this. I'm like, yo, All like, right. you know, my parents don't have to struggle this, that, whatever. Like, and yeah, it's, it's very powerful. And, and to your point, bro, that's what I learned. Be very careful with what you ask in the sense of big or small. You know what I'm saying? Because you see you said the specifics right i've had this in every area of my life where like yeah. the things was so specific that yeah. it was scary it's yeah. fucking and nice, it made me realize yeah. i gotta be very careful with my words oh yeah very careful with my words because like it will come true you know what i'm saying Yo, it will the, come that's true the thing,
1: bro you can manifest good and bad yeah yeah because yeah. you know crazy story too i remember when when we were fucking on top of the fucking moon literally and figuratively <laughs> in the crypto world uh i remember i'd keep telling mom, well, there's something about me that's feeling unhappy and i could tell mom, "Like, yeah everything's going good everything's going good if this is just like a movie it's only gonna be a downfall. I swear to God, you remember that, yeah? And i said it to him a couple times, and I was it's almost like I was manifesting that yes. everything I made is gonna get taken away. And it was crazy, because it was the other day I saw Tate saying that to Tristan. That apparently two weeks before they got arrested, he was in yeah, Dubai yeah, and he's yeah. telling his brother, he's like, yo, everything's good, we gotta stay protected, something bad's gonna happen. It's almost like when you get success,
0: you kinda sense it. We're
1: almost like, no, we I feel like we manifest. The, the oh, it's, it's a self-fulfilling
0: prophecy, man. But you
1: know what's crazy? I feel like this is also from programming. Yeah. The movies and stuff. Mm, like, life it's like not a movie. Like, it doesn't have to be up and down. It could be yeah, a straight yeah. upward progression, right? But we're just so programmed that oh, everything's going good. I'm so happy right now. There must be a down coming, right? Yeah, yeah, but yeah. But yeah. it's also this is the programming side. But I think this is also an emotional side. How are you gonna feel your next high if you don't have a low? That's mm-hmm.
0: also a fact, Sam. obviously, mean, high. you need your lows, bro. You yeah, well, yeah. this past week has been a pretty, you know, a little low, but. Bro, just this week alone, man, like two weeks ago, I was 190. Now I'm 178. You know what I'm saying? I, I got closer to my faith. Yeah. I've I been more on top of my diet. I've been yeah. more on top of my work. Yeah. And it wouldn't have happened if I had, had reached a low that like kind of woke me up. Yes. And, yes. And, and bro, we can always look back at some of our lowest moments. In the short term, it's very hard to see why this is happening because yeah, you're yeah, so yeah, filled yeah, by emotion and logic yeah. goes out the window. But we can all agree that we can look back at some of our lowest moments and when you look at it in a long-term perspective and a time frame you're like wow that was such a crazy pivotal moment you know i yeah, remember in, it uh, it yeah. it. in high school bro like i remember having such a like down moment but that's what led me to go to the gym that's what yes. led me to start mm. doing business stuff and like i remember bro i remember one thing I, I have i have you know every everyone says everything happens for a reason i have my own theory behind that i i, I say everything happens for a reason You have to let time tell you why it happened. You know, Mm. it might be weeks, it might be months, bro. One thing for me, it was six years. Six years later, I was sitting down on my couch and I was like, "Wow, Mm. this is why this thing six years ago didn't work out. Mm. Six years, and uh, and that really just hit me. I'm like, "Wow, bro. Like, wow. Like, you know. And then that's why, even though, like, you know, don't get me wrong. In the short term, the emotions are so heavy and it's like it's almost a little blinding to logic, but that's what keeps me in mind is like, yo, time, time heals and time will tell. Bro, uh-huh. here's another interesting
2: one. So I remember when I was, I think, like 12 or 13, I was making fucking uh, Minecraft YouTube videos. Yo, and that's I, so
0: jokes <laughs> me too.
2: And I, I remember, bro, fucking uh, I had a conversation with my aunt. Uh, it was after dinner and I, I was telling her, I was like, again, I was a kid. I was like, oh, like there are people making money on YouTube. Yeah. I want to be a YouTuber. I want to be a YouTuber. And she was just sitting there like, yeah, okay, kid. Yeah, like, yeah. Let him fucking do his thing. Then when I was 14, I wrote a letter to my future self. I remember I told myself, I'm going to be a YouTuber. I'm going to have X amount of subscribers and get X amount of views. And again, when I was actually doing those things, I don't think I actually like thought. Thought I was a kid, right? I was fucking, I was writing shit to write shit, right? saying things, yeah. And it's so fucking crazy because now actually being a full-time YouTuber, like I can trace back to these times and I'm like, yo, like. This wasn't this is just happened like I I actually put a made in this for happen. It for sure. And another sure. thing is um Sam Ovens back to the opposite so He oh. literally says how do you know if you're feeling hot if you don't know what cold feels like mm. how do you know that's what really happy feels like if you don't know what sad feels like he yeah, has
0: a bar bro like uh, sunshine wouldn't be special if it wasn't for rain. Yeah, so, you know, yeah, so yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like literally,
2: and yeah. and bro, shout out to Sam Ovens because that guy's a fucking oh, genius. Well.
0: Even that vision board, that current story, it's all from Sam Ovens. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. The, the week have, two, fucking that, yeah, 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 week, yeah, bro. Yeah. Week two, People listening. Week two of Sam bro. Ovens' best personal development content out there. It's so good that a lot of people in the industry they have but they have bit his shit and called it their own. You bro, know what I'm saying no like, names. I ain't saying names, but some of the yeah, you want to say are, a name, bro? You can say a name, so I'm bro. I'm not gonna yeah. say names. I want you to cause, say cause a name, because I, I know these people and I'm gonna run into them, and I don't want to have an awkward <laughs> moment just in case. But I know, pe- bro. So many of these, I'm just like, bro. You, I, I, because when you watch it, you're like, bro, you're regurgitating this yeah, shit. Bro. Yeah, like, you yeah. Know what I'm saying, like, uh, they take his elements, so they'll, they'll, they'll change the name to yeah, it. Yeah, this yeah. It's funny, bro. Another
2: thing is with Sam <laughs> Ovens, I remember there was a period of time where just that week two would be pirated and there's google drives bro and everyone would just dish it out like yo week two listen to this listen to this, listen yeah, this. yeah bro i ain't even gonna lie i didn't pay for that shit but i fucking watched it like a couple of times Crazy. it's fucking fire and he also bro he talks about quantum physics at one point bro, he talks about ass- like feedback yeah. loops bro. like fucking things like i'm sitting here like okay quantum physics and i go ask someone I want who's to doing learn consulting yeah <laughs> i'm like buddy like what the fuck are, what are we talking about here and you it's, here's the craziest thing bro go ask any science kid what is who is schrodinger what is schrodinger's cat and they don't fucking know and I'm like, buddy, like, do you not learn quantum physics? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, but, but I don't remember anything I learned. Yeah, and I'm like, what are you crazy. talking about? Like, it's fucking nuts. It's and well, just well, the way you he teaches mind? everything, it's so crazy. sick. And he sees God. Let, let's talk a bit about, um, I actually really Hold like on. this conversation. Yeah, I do like
1: this conversation, but I think, let's go a bit more lighthearted, man. I think we've been going serious, serious, serious. Let's sure. talk about, You travel the world, man. I'm sure you have some fucking crazy stories, funny oh. stories. Let's
2: have
0: a little bit of a story time. Let's yeah, I remember the,
2: the hottest girls are in Medellin. Hottest yeah, are uh, yeah, in Medellin. Colombia, yeah,
0: for sure. Columbia. for sure. Yeah, you got funny story on that. Before, yeah, yeah, yeah. I how many girls there- you fucked there, bro? Huh? Oh, Shout <laughs> <dude. wilding>, bro. <laughs> uh, <laughs> zero. The answer is zero. <laughs> you know wow. what I'm saying? <laughs> zero. Like, zero. No, like, no, I was watching from cup He's a loyal guy. Yeah, nah. I actually never like been on a dating thing. You know I'm saying, just been on one relationship. My current one, that's it. You know what I'm saying? Like that's um, fucking amazing, bro. And um, before I went to Colombia. All my friends were like, yo, Colombian girls. Even my personal trainer at that time, bro, married man. He's like, yo, (laughs) Colombia, wild girls. And I was like, bro, I get it. Like, you know, we're in Toronto. We'd see beautiful girls, right? The minute I landed, I texted all of them. I'm like, damn, (laughs) I did not know this is what you guys were. Bro, I swear to God, our maids were beautiful. Everyone that served us was beautiful. You'll see an old guy with his wife, and his wife was just so, like, I was like, wow. And I remember even posting on my story, and I got in a little trouble from someone like, friends that are girls. I remember writing, I don't know how I'm, a, how I'm going to take any Toronto girl seriously. Damn. After Colombia, And they're, they're like, yeah. oh, you're such a dickhead. Blah, blah, blah. I was like, oh, hey, it's yeah. true. Like I can't take shit from you when I know like you ain't even that shit. Like, uh, no, no, no disrespect, no disrespect <laughs> but it's like, I, you know what I'm saying? It's like, yo, like, chill. Yo, yo, dude, you're saying even the homeless women are bad? Uh, okay let's stop there if they're they're probably not homeless yeah, that's, that's your type right if they're, if, if they're hot they're probably not homeless bro you know what i'm saying because a lot facts, of things are normal facts. there right facts. so facts. Um, but yeah colombia like you know that's just one experience man I, I would say tokyo is number one and whatever number two would be there's a huge gap bro wow oh, yeah, tokyo yeah, yeah, was yeah. that good it yeah, was fucking crazy. it was one of the first times in my life i had hope in humanity no really? way swear to god And I was sitting beside um, an expat, like an American Army member, because I flew from Minnesota, so Toronto, Minnesota, Minnesota to Tokyo. Okay. And this guy told me, he's like, when you go back to America, you're going to think that everyone's an asshole. I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, the people are just so nice there. Mm. And bro, when I was there, man, you know, I'm not the biggest anime fan, so I didn't really get to, like, you know, geek out and get to enjoy that, like that thing that a lot of my friends would probably enjoy. No tentacles. I love, I (laughs) love, I love uh, food and I (laughs) love, This kills me. It's not <laughs> like you're eating tentacles, you know? Like, you're crazy.
2: Fam, they, they well, like they eat tentacles. i like octopus, <laughs> like squid tentacles. Yeah, yeah, octopus, like calamari. Wait, what do you know, think so I meant by tentacles? Bro, you're a wild boy. Don't, wild, don't I, I just asked me. a question, bro, fam. Don't talk to me,
0: fam. Chill, bro. You're a wild boy. You're a wild I boy. do you think about tentacles. You're you start laughing. are a wild boy, bro. But, uh, <laughs> you're a wild boy, bro. Yo, crazy. what what, uh, what actually made me love with Tokyo the most was the people, bro. Like genuinely, like, I remember something as simple as, like, my family friend that came to pick us up. And he just left his bike on the street. And Mm. he's like, yeah, in Tokyo, we don't like lock our bikes because no one steals it. Fuck yeah. (laughs) And he said, and then he said, if you lose your wallet in the train, there's a 95% chance that you'll get it back. Wow. The other 5% is if a non-Japanese person took it. Wow. You know, and then just everything, bro, just how amazing they were. Something as simple as: I take this, right? You know, in an escalator, one side you're supposed to stand, one side you're supposed to walk. Yeah. Yeah. There, if they want to stand they're not going to be a dickhead and stand in the walking area. They will wait in, if there's a line in the standing area and it's long, they will wait in line to stand instead of be a dickhead and just stand in the walking area. You know, something as simple as that, that tells you everything about a society. And bro, I felt like that was one of the only times in my life where I was at the airport and I was a little sad that I was going home because I loved it that much, you know. And Mm -hmm. I've been very blessed uh, through just like, you know, uh, my dad, my dad set that up because one of his friends is, um, is a Nepalese billionaire and really he's a, you know the family friend of ours and during march break he flew me and my sister out and oh, then wow. we got to spend uh you know a week in in Tokyo and oh, wow. and we're just accommodated you know with this private driver we stayed in a apartment with a view of mount fuji That's you awesome. know what I'm saying like yeah like a lot we did so many cool things man we got to we got to go to the you know like the like the mountain resort, he actually owned a resort there. So we went to a resort there. It was, it was, Casual. it was such an amazing experience. Yeah. Very, very amazing. I met, amazing. I met amazing, like really dope people that when I went back to Nepal that, you know, like I, I, I was really cool with. Mm. Um, so yeah, I love Tokyo, man. Um, there's so many places, man, like Dubai shocked me too. Like, you know, what shocked me about Dubai was that I was surprised that it was safe. And that made me reconsider <laughs> living in the West. Cause I'm like, why are we paying these taxes? Mm. Why, how are we in the first world? Right, we pay these taxes, we pay these high prices, but safety's not a thing.
2: Okay, so, so let me ask you. There's, there's like a trend that goes around where like oh like you could leave your phone in the. That's, da, 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 da. True. That's actually true. I
0: saw a patek. Someone went to take a, a piss, took his patek off, left it in the sink, went to take a piss. Wow. I swear to God, swear to God, bro, swear to God. I never felt safer, bro.
2: Yo, Okay. So give us like a top five. That's fucking
0: y- nuts, bro. But th- that's the thing, bro. Like, why are we shocked that that's that, that's a normal thing? You know, like, well, we shouldn't be, right? Like, yeah, we should yeah, be yeah, living in a society true. where that yeah, should be normal. Yeah. Show the camera should the watch real, real quick. Especially with the taxes that we pay in Canada. That's like, fucking Like, nuts. we shouldn't be, you know, like. Don't want to give the details, but the other day, one of my friends' car got stolen. Yeah. yeah and when yeah, he went yeah. to the cop, you know what the cop said to him? It's common right now. You live in Brampton. No. Wow. The, the guy didn't. He didn't say anything about it. He said, "You live in Brampton." Wow. Bro, wh- what what is going on? Like that's what kind fucked. of society is
1: this, bro? that's fucked.
0: You know what I'm saying? And, bro, and it, So you're telling me Tokyo was
1: just like Dubai too? Cuz I never heard this. Yeah, episode. yeah, I yeah. I've never heard that either. So I heard me if, if I anything? took my whatever and just left it no one's going to jam in. Yeah, bro, I'm a, bro, bro, very low <laughs> low likelihood to be,
0: bro.
2: Yo, so okay, give us like a list because you're, you're well-traveled. Give us a list of like your top five cities that you've been to or countries that you've been
0: countries, to. Uh, I would say uh, these will be for me because my experience depends on the people I know. Okay. Uh, Cape Town is a huge one because I built such oh, a great network there. And one of the reasons I'm going to Miami as well is some of my Cape Town friends, actually the, the Jewish family that I went to the Shabbat dinner yeah, with yeah, and yeah, like, yeah. They're, they're coming down to Miami uh, and it was like a perfect opportunity to like take my team and also just link up with them because Cape Town is my, sa- I'll go there every year. You know, I, it may not be the safest, you know what I'm saying? But it's beautiful. And like, just the experience I have there, I, I cherish it so much. Yeah. Um, I, I love Miami as well, but the thing is my Miami trips are very different than people's like what they think it is. Right. Mm. I actually, ever since I turned 21, I've never been to a club in the, uh, in the U.S. I S I don't care to, like, I'm not a club guy. I got through that phase when I was 19 here, you know? Um, and, um, I love Miami just cause like, yo, so many people from the e-commerce marketing community all live there. So it's like, you know what I'm saying? It's, 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 it's really cool. It's really cool to just link up with them. My mentor lives there too now. And yeah. Just nice. like being in a tropical area. I love it, bro. It's, 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 it's really dope. Right. So if you'd have to move, where would you go? Ooh. I would say I need to explore more of the world before I make a decision like that. But Dubai really stood out to me because of the taxes yeah, uh, yeah. Also, the safety. Just and then I'm also, bro. With Dubai, you're pretty much a direct flight to anywhere in the world, right? That's so in the summertime when it's super hot, just go to Cape Town. Go to I'm from Nepal. Four hours, three hour flight to Nepal. That's you know, right. like uh, direct flight to Toronto. Direct flight yeah, to anywhere yeah. in Europe. Right. So um, that's why that's why I really like Dubai and I would, probably prefer Dubai, man. To be Let's honest,
1: because we had Tanner on the podcast. He was like he was telling us the whole thing. movie says like don't pick a place just for tax benefits. Mm-hmm. Try to make more yada yada yada. And I'm like sure it makes sense, but I think there's more to that. Obviously, climate matters, religion matters. You know the vibe. You the know the vibe.
0: Like, it has to it, it has to be very based on you. Um, that's another lesson in life, right? So many people are so fixated on like listening to other people. Like you know yeah, a lot of people yeah, ask yeah. you questions just to like w- w- like I don't know for you to hear from your mouth, but like it's all has to be <laughs> custom to you right like for sure. the best hiring tips i can give you is for me like because yeah, i want to run my business yeah, yeah, yeah. a certain way i have different values different goals different way i do things right so the perfect employee for me might be the worst for you that's true vice versa that's actually so the true. same way it's like you know i can tell someone oh i move to dubai but like what if you don't what like the hot yeah. climate what if you don't like xyz right for so sure. I, that, and what that's you why don't even like, I don't like safety yeah you like, like, you don't like Muslim people. what if you people? like to rob people bro? what if you yeah. like to pay so much taxes on anything you buy, <laughs> you know like when you go out to eat it's pretty much a thirty percent tax because the tip is auto now no matter if you like the service or not and then thirteen percent on top, you know what I'm saying Fuck. Like, like like that right like things like that bro you it makes you like Bro, honestly man i love canada It has provided me with every opportunity everything i have is because i came to canada at a young age but mm. i think we can all agree that the canada that we grew up in is not the same canada now 100%. you exactly. look at some of the people that are coming to canada now their their life is very different oh yeah. you know, you know, that's why i'm so grateful for my up parents up the
1: roof right now in canada, yo and bro, bro not only that
2: like people used to look at canada as like okay there's actually opportunity here you can actually yeah. like go somewhere by coming to this country especially as an immigrant right i feel like now that's slowly so, fading away for sure and i think it's fading away at an exponential rate as well oh, sure. yeah, yeah so here's a, here's a crazy statistic i think the last quarter or month i could be wrong uh we had the most amount of immigration in canada or ontario yeah. is that can mm-hmm. someone mm-hmm. fact check this is it true that i say that I, uh, I think maybe me, i fucking honestly, fucked it up true. i know in alberta yeah.
1: that's a fact i know in sure. 2023 okay. for sure
0: you know yeah. same there we go that. 2023 for sure uh,
2: that's actually okay we weren't supposed to, this wasn't in our doc but let's actually quickly talk about this uh are you guys seeing what the fuck is going on in france right now
0: france word the yeah I, I don't know much about I'm it i know there. i just see some videos of them wilding no but so,
2: have you seen okay what videos have you seen because i'm gonna i'm gonna tell you guys from rpg
0: fun. to the police station libraries <laughs> wow. burning I, I just, Fem, it's, it's france rpg to police station fam
2: there so they uh they freed zoo animals so you fam wallah i'm not even capping if you go on the streets of fucking i don't know if it's paris or toulouse one of the somewhere in france you will literally see gorillas you will yeah, see lions saw, yeah, lions, Femme, why, why lions? So okay, so basically what happened um, is there was a 17-year-old who was shot and killed by the police. Oh, shit. Um, and so basically the riots are going on for him, but now there's so much politics going on and a lot of people are saying, the people that are actually rioting, are they actually people that are French? Mm-hmm. Or are they more immigrants that are just yeah. causing fuckery to the country? Yeah. And now they're having a whole crisis because in the EU, they have an open immigration system. As well as in the EU, like you can cross through borders, no issue, yeah, no, yeah. no passports, whatever. So uh, there's literally, you can see so many people fighting against the police you literally see, fam, imagine, bro, you're fucking driving down fucking McCowan, and you see a fucking lion on the road. That, like that's actually happening. That's there's, horrible. There's also that's the, crazy. There's that's a, horrible. There's a funny video where there was, this is so fucking stupid. There was like a sprinter van. Or Batman. Like, yeah. Did you see this? Did you see the Batman video? A sprinter, a sprinter van? They opened the back of it. Literally like fucking 15, <laughs> 20 people deep. dressed as Batman fucking coming out of the van and just Fucking with the public. Oh my God. Bear looting. Yo, it's, a, it's, bear very, it's very, it's sad. It's terrible. Like destroying bro. a
1: very beautiful country. Uh, it's I terrible. understand the shooting. I don't know much about this. Again. Yeah. I crazy.
2: don't, I don't, I don't have no views on the whole politics. Yeah. Or I don't that. Care I'm about French, French people. I don't give a shit about French people. Yeah, you ever give been give to France?
0: Never been. Don't care to go. Really? Like I, I really mean South of France. I will South of France.
2: You, you should, go, you should go Paris once, bro.
0: Well, I, I probably will go to Paris once, but bro, like there's like I, I'm the type of traveler. I, I want to avoid the the hot spots, bro. Like yeah, I feel that's that. just not my vibe. I like I want to go more Eastern Europe. Go to Budapest. You know, even that's a little touristy. But mm. you know, just like different areas, man. Turkey. Like, just explore. Yeah, bro, like. Even for me and my friends, bro, we're just, like, we're in Mexico, and we're, like, yo, next time let's go to South Africa. You know, like, we yeah, like yeah, doing yeah. things like this, where it's, like, and then I hit up my boy that I knew, I'm, like, yo, he's, like, come next winter. Oh, well, I bet. And we, we knew nothing, bro. We knew one person. We just went. And then, like, I like doing stuff like that. Yeah, French people, man, honestly, man, listen, I had too much to in my life to care about French people. I love <laughs> you guys, but most of you guys are assholes anyway, so... <laughs> Sucks. Basically, just said fuck you guys. Yeah, he said. You know, I'm me. nothing against immigrants, bro. Like I'm an immigrant, you know what I'm saying? And like, but yeah, like I guess to your point, there is probably some things if you your immigration laws are very loose, right? So the
2: ch- check the doc and check out what else we want to cover before okay. wrap things up. So
0: let's
1: we're just gonna go through a quick rapid fire round, bro. Sure. You want to do J- that? Yeah. yeah just we're just, just for the sake of getting through things quickly. uh Yo, don't do you want? I think I know the answer for this one, but cultured woman versus
2: modern woman modern yeah we, woman. Just, we just want to clip bro go ahead
0: <laughs> i think the answer is very i was raised in a traditional household so yeah, yeah cultural woman. You, you want to say a quick little uh, why why because they're sane they're sane <laughs> like not not insane you know the they're opposite insane. of insane opposite. Yeah. They're yeah they're sane yeah okay fair Love there we okay. go <laughs> <laughs> what's
1: one thing you'd say to a mentee to make them become a better man
0: or better mm-hmm. student? Let's go with better man. Focus on better skills man. and just learn. Or oh, better man, I mean better I man, guess yeah. just I get male role models, you know. I was very blessed to have someone like Brandon Carter in my life that was such a masculine role model. For and sure. even like That's watching watching Tate, you know, like that was uh, a masculine role model that helped me be okay with some of my masculine, masculine traits, you know, sure. you know what I'm saying? Like not, not taking shit from people and like, for you sure. know, like standing up for myself and such like that. Sure.
2: Okay. And, uh, yo, so we off camera talked a bit about, is it Unicity? Is that how you pronounce it? Yeah. Unicity. I know you're uh, dabbling into that. Do you want to quickly talk about yeah, that? Uh, one part?
0: of the reasons is the opportunity I saw outside of me is more for my family. You know, I think, um, cause it's so big in the Punjabi community. Mm. I just saw an opportunity. Hey, bring this in the Nepalese community. I've been taking the products. Um, I think you know, like I think people will benefit from it because a lot of people in the Nepalese community, a little older, they do struggle with a lot of, uh, you know, different health problems. Yeah. And don't get me wrong. Like, you know, what Unicity is like, it's not like the only solution. So I'm not out here saying it is. But like, I just looked at the skills I had, looked at the opportunity and also it's like, you know, my family, like if they just can get on it and make some money, they don't have to work a job no more. So it's more it was more on that side for Cause yo, a lot of people always hit me off to make money, and I know not everyone's capable of writing emails, right? But at yeah. least this is like yo, like learn about it, take the product, and if you like it, yo, you actually could earn a money, you know. So okay, so let's, so
2: let's dive a bit deeper, right? So the product, what is it?
0: Fiber and yerba mate.
2: And so, what does it do for you?
0: Fiber, like so, for me, main thing, I just don't get bloated, and I can just go back to work easily. And yerba mate drink, bro, I I, I like that more than coffee. I just really like the taste of it too, and I, and I've been fasting, like it, it helps with fasting again like you can get your yerba mate outside you can get fiber by itself as well but it, be- it became like a, like for example bro to prepare yerba mate you have to put a lot of leaf water like you know, it takes a time yeah to prepare it's a that. Fucking process same with like getting a lot of fiber in a diet like uh if you just want to just get fiber in your diet like you know it might take more um so yeah that's um and so i was just using the product for like six like seven months and then you know the people that got me into the project like yo like there's an earning opportunity your skill like you can earn from it and um you know i'm and again to me i looked at it as like for my parents it's something and then like some of my family i put some of my family on it right now just i'm like yo just take the product because i don't want you to just sell something that you might not believe in you know, yeah, see yeah. results with so just try that you know well, and if it works it works it doesn't it's doesn't. like a mlm oh yeah i mean multi-level marketing so I, I it's affiliate marketing on steroids that's how i look at it so yeah.
2: talk to us about the, the actual like money-making opportunity because i think that's what a lot of people on like a lot of people will probably be interested in right? Like, what's the actual mm. model like? What's, where's the money coming from?
0: I believe, yeah. If you sell, like, you know, it's like an affiliate marketing on steroids. It's like, for yeah. example, I'll give you the perfect example, right? In email marketing, the amount I've talked about clavio is unreal, right? Like, from the start, Clavio, and then their affiliate marketing is that for one year, you get 10% of the earnings, right? Mm-hmm. This is like, yo, you can earn from your own customers, but also the people that heard about the company through you, you can earn from them as well. And, yes, there's a stigma on, you know, multi-level marketing. It's a pyramid Pyramid scheme. scheme. But I guess it wouldn't work if the product doesn't work and the people are not buying it. For sure, for sure, for sure. Right? And, again, like, it's just getting over the stigma of that for me. Like, I I really thought about it, man. Like, yo, like, I put a lot of people on email marketing, a lot on Klaviyo. You know what I'm saying? It's like, and I did not. I've I've earned very, I guess, you know what I'm saying, a little little amount compared to it. Um, and, and even this, like I don't, I'm not hard selling shit. Like I'm like, yo, just try. I, and if you don't want to try, cool. Like if you don't want to do the business, cool. Like I, you know, what I'm saying like. So what? What
2: are the numbers? Talk to us about the numbers.
0: Honestly, all that we should get into another day. Like it's just fair. Fair. Saying. Fair, fair, yeah, fair. Fair.
2: And you know, another thing is even with MLMs, right? I know that has, has a stigma, but it's not like I, I think in Toronto, fucking Cuvera ruined the whole concept of affiliate marketing. No, it's not just Cuvera. Uh, it's, it's IML. It's a, it's all, a, it's a, all the forex ones. It's a bunch of
1: them. It's, it's there's a lot there's of them, great yeah. way of doing MLM and then there's a shitty way of doing MLM, and everyone bases their experience off the shitty way of doing it yeah. because those guys mass recruit, they yeah. give you the shitty DMs. Yeah. Like, it's usually a guy who you don't even know who's really hard pitching into. Mm-hmm. So I don't want to shit on MLMs as a whole. It's just... Yeah, a lot yeah. no, there's nothing wrong with all, MLMs. All, sure, bro. With yeah, MLM. It's another well, business. Well, they thought
0: yeah. Tate's affiliate marketing for Hustle's University was an MLM. Yeah, right? yeah. The pyramid yeah. scheme, right? So it's like... I'm not going to spend my time trying to convince people. Like, I do not yeah, care what yeah, anyone yeah. thinks, bro. Like, fuck. again, bro, my motivation was for this to, like, help my family, family. get it, start working a job, bro. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're going hate sick. me on that, well, cool, man. Yeah, Great. Hate me all you want. I was like, <laughs> fuck. Like, bro, fuck. Yo, yeah. so
2: what's what's next for Splash, man? Obviously, you're still doing the email marketing, so building a personal brand. Just uh, growing that,
0: yeah. Just growing that, just more content, just sharing more of my life, bro, because I feel like i just experienced so much, a lot of downs, bro, a lot of downs, bro, you know, like went through a lot of hard times and just sharing that sharing a lot of these things I've learned and um yeah just growing through that I want to still travel the world I want to just you know like yo honestly for me right now just I'm, I'm focusing on myself and just being a better me in every area mm. like bro I used to be shredded bro like could like dunk at a point I, you know what I'm saying you oh, like, sure. can't do that like like so I was like I do not want to look at my past and say my peak was my past because yes. my, my physical peak was my past, you know, a a lot of my, like my discipline peak, I felt like was the past, you know, I was so much more disciplined when I was younger than I feel like I'm now, like I got a little spoiled, you know, like making it a little bit, right, so that's why like I'm very, every little area, even like getting closer to God, bro, just in the last week too, just been such a huge focus for me, just like deepening my relationship with, you know, my faith and like, yeah, so just like in every area of my life, I want to start being at my peak and I don't want the peak to be the past. Fire, bro! Before before we we go in,
2: before we go into our uh, final four, do you have any other questions for us or anything else you want to talk about?
0: Oh, not much. I really want to share the story behind my name, though. Oh yeah, 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 go for it. it. So the story, uh, it's called the Mahabharata, right? Um, and it's actually even in the Bhagavad Gita, our religious text in the Hindu text, uh, Krishna, God, you know, Lord Krishna is talking to Arjun, right? The king, the the king of the kingdom, and they're actually going through a war, and arjun's son in that kingdom his name was abhimanyu abhimanyu's son was parikshit king parikshit oh and then king Parikshit's son was janma Majay. so my grandfather's name is arjun my dad's name is abhimanyu oh i never met my grand grandfather from my dad's side but he knew my name you know what i'm saying so oh. my name is parikshit and my firstborn's name is going to be janma Majay. or you know Crazy. or yeah that's, for, so, that's pretty legendary so yeah and then so i was named after a king you know so I remember growing so growing up so insecure about my name having a brown name in like a western world you you know you get so much insecurity but like just as i grew up like i started embracing that bro i was named after a king and that's sick buddy buddy in parikchit means like in my language means angel you know what i'm saying so like i started noticing this thing and then um yeah this is like a lesson i guess for me to like you know because i was like bro i tell you i grew up so insecure. By my name because i yeah, getting made Canada, fun of. Especially, you know, all these things, yeah. Yo, you know, on, the kids now have fucking easy, bro. Yeah,
2: no, no, but you know what I just realized? All of like the brown names, I'm sure other cultures too. Like, okay, so if my name, for example, my last name is Raja Cullum. Raja means king, mm-hmm, right? Yeah. Raja, f- yeah, king. Raja, yeah, yeah. Like, what the fuck is David? What the fuck is like Tom? Like why are yeah, all the yeah, yeah, the Western yeah,
0: yeah. names just fucking like? What so do they like, mean? You know a what I mean? Bible and stuff they come from like you know John, right? Michael yeah, Biden. like the the
2: Bible part, the religious part I understand, right? But even just like um, like even the Greek ones, like the Italian ones, like it has some sort of significance, yeah, and I think yeah, it's yeah. so much cooler to have like a sure a fob name like what what is reduce right yeah. like fucking bro the amount of times i'm sure you had it too when you get a substitute teacher it's like oh here, oh, bro, here they here those they those are the go. worst like, oh, bro those hell. were the absolute worst bro and and the thing is you would think that eventually it gets better but it's like no and i have like a, a life mission of mine right where i want to be such an impactful person to the world where there's no more confusion about how do you pronounce this name yeah, yeah. and i also want to be the reason why people in the future name future kids Radice or, you know, my last name, I have a pretty unique last name too. I don't have that many people. Like there's Raj Kumar, Raj fucking this, Singh, that or whatever. Like Roger Clemens is pretty unique and Radice is just like, it's like a blessing in disguise. I'm sure you have Perikshit too. Where, am I saying right, Perikshit? Yeah, Perikshit, yeah. We're like, how many? How many? How often do you meet a Perikshit? Pretty often, cause of the king thing, or no?
0: No, never, bro. Honestly. And isn't that kind of sick, like, bro, like yeah, I like that. It's I like, like yeah, it's yeah, fucking yeah. unique. Like people yeah. look at you, like, yo, it's a shift of perspective again, yeah. right? So, again, like, it's the perspective thing. You can, I again, I used to look at it in the worst way. Now I'm yeah, looking yeah, in yeah. such a positive way, like, man, for I'm sure. named after a king. Like, for sure, it's a special. Like, you know, I'm unique. You know? Uh-huh, yeah.
1: yeah, it's crazy. So to piggyback off what you're saying is, even myself, I grew up so insecure about my name. I see because my name's Umar, I spelled with U. But I used to tell people Omar just cause it's easier for them to pronounce mm-hmm. and they're not gonna fuck it up. And Later, as I was growing up, I realized I was named after one of the Islamic rulers. Mm. And it was like, I was like I want to live up to this name. Yeah, you know? bro. Like, like, that's who my parents had in mind when they, when they chose to name me and say, I want to live up to that name. Yeah, and and you a name. Yeah, we have a lot of history, man. Yeah, a lot of history. There's a lot of history. Family bro. name and, and everything. I encourage yeah. everyone to study a little bit of history and just be known because as even with the, our prophet, and peace and blessing be upon him, he would have a thing when, when if he had someone with a bad name or a harsh name, he would actually change their name. No way. Right? Wow. Not legally, obviously, but everyone just start calling them by a different name because you don't they say your names are attributed to something, right? Think about it. If you really think about it, it's almost like... like uh, what's the word? What's the word when you keep saying something over and over repetition. again? Repetition. Not repetition. Oh, uh, like affirmation. A, it's like an affirmation. Imagine every time someone's calling you, let's just say your name meant fucking ugly. Imagine everyone's calling you ugly, ugly, ugly. How are you <laughs> gonna feel about yourself, <laughs> yeah. right? And yeah. they had, and especially in Arabic culture, they had these harsher names because they wanted kids to be tough or whatever. But you call them and come and give them the complete opposite name, right? So your names hold a lot of attachment well, to it. The and, other the like, other
2: thing is, bro, like family names too, right? Like I feel like now no one really cares about their family name. Like yeah. you don't you don't hold you don't have pride to yeah. be like yeah, your family name. Like, bro, yeah. I fucking so in it's okay. Quick tangent. So it's funny because in Tamil culture, right? So, uh, your the, the last names with like your kids, it works a bit different. So you know how like usually uh, yeah. with like white, is that like is it? No, no. I, 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 just, I, just, I just know it because I have a lot of Tamil friends. Yeah, right. So like my my last name or my kid's last name is. Technically supposed to be ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you take no, your no, father's a, name as your last name, right? And Exactly. Yeah, that's I remember everything
0: it. as well. Yeah. Actually, no and way, really. I didn't yeah, know that. It's, wow, it's interesting. As well. And, and yeah. I
2: was like, yo, like I want to keep Roger Cullum because, like, yeah, it's yeah. fucking like, it, bro, it literally has king in it. It's it's a sick yeah, name. Yeah, and yeah, I'm like, important. okay, like, and my me, and my mom would be like, have like little petty, like, funny arguments. I'd be like, no, I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do this. I'm be like, oh, we'll see what my wife says. They just like piss her off, right? And then it's interesting because a lot of people they don't care anymore. It's like, who the fuck? Like, no one cares. Like, oh, we are the like when you're a king even like do you guys watch game of thrones no,
0: no or
2: like okay let's just say in like the royal kingdoms right like it's like oh we are the lannisters we are the this and it's like yeah. your name almost has like weight, weight to it right yeah, yeah. like you, you it has significance yeah. it has Look some how sort of tate talks
0: about him he's like i'm a tate yeah exactly yeah. To, live up to the tate name exactly and even me i had to go like when i went back to nepal and i started learning about my history and then about my ancestors bro i I felt so much pride. Man. Yeah. And I was like hey, bro. I was like, bro, I come from a lineage of like literal warriors. Savage. Yeah, like, yeah. My, like fucking legends, My cast legend, is bro. like actual warriors. Yeah. yeah, everyone in my family, except for me and my dad, were in the Nepalese army. Yeah, or like we're warriors that helped the king unify Nepal. You know, yeah. so like when you when you actually like take time to learn your history, you 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 get that pride, and that's what helped me to change my perspective and mm-hmm. stop being insecure because I'm like, bro, mm-hmm. I have like. You know, I'm, I'm a busting it, bro. I have a yeah. lot to live up to. Yeah, bro. And- but
1: another thing too is, this is a big psychological lesson is for kids that are into here with their name, that reflects into a lot of things in your life. Because I was just like you, hey, bro. I was very shy, very timid, very to myself, mm. embarrassed in my name. For sure. And I feel like it all changed from that. Because imagine, if you're embarrassed of your fucking name, how is that going to make you, if the moment you introduce yourself, you don't know, how is this person going to react to my yeah. name? Do I got to tell him a different name? Is he going to say my name right? And your body yeah, language like is social fucking weird. I used to have yeah. of social like, anxiety. It fucking yeah. fucks everything from the, from the, from the, from yeah. the go. So you, don't be fucking insecure about your name. Like like you said, just learn about your lineage. Learn about where the roots come from. And even if your name is not significant, just fucking own it anyway. It's anyways. all perspective Yo, too, man. It's all perspective. It's all the fucking work.
2: Bro, and another thing is, like when I usually go back home, I haven't been in a while, but everyone's house is, oh, that's, joseph's house that's this guy's house that's this guy's house right because in sri lanka where i'm from we have hindus and we have uh, a lot of ca- or christians or catholics as well mm. and you're known as oh it's his house it's his house oh yeah, that's yeah. his his daughter his da 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 and i feel like over there again this is just a generalization right but a lot of people over there they had some sort of significance like you could be the fucking a fisherman and it's still yo he's the fisherman right mm. like he's that guy yeah yeah, yeah. right word, as word. opposed to like over here it's the like last name signifies that they're, exactly they're, they're, yeah. like, what exactly they are, what they did yeah and it's like bro all the things that they do it's like it's passed on like oh that's the the market guy's daughter that's the auto the auto guy's daughter this is that whatever
1: Punjabi like, culture they actually added to the name we're, we're, bro and
2: it's like i don't know why yeah, over yeah. here I know talking about. it's yeah. like i don't know like I over I here some
0: friends yeah you yeah. can tell yeah maybe like
2: no no you're good you're good maybe people just don't I don't know if it's here like people just don't do as significant shit anymore because everyone's just like a 9 to 5 office cube. Like, what are you going to say? Oh, that's the guy that works in the fucking that building in that office. Like it's just not a thing anymore. And I don't know if it's because we're not doing significant things compared to the past or I, I don't know what it is, but I think that needs to come back because it's it's uh, it's your right to yeah. represent your culture, where you come from, you your be name. be proud of yourself. Bro. Yeah, like you should love your oh, name. Live bro. a
0: life where you're proud of yourself instead of you're like doubting yourself. putting Because that's I'm how so. I was. I grew up like, you know, just being like not being proud of my culture not being proud see. of my name just you know like think like you know what i mean and like that's what i meant by like just watching tape being able to like stand up for myself and like be like yeah like someone doesn't like me for my name fuck. i used to be so insecure about my teeth you know i had braces and my, my teeth still mm. not perfect but same and i stopped but i stopped wearing my retainers because i'm like bro if someone don't fuck me for my fuck with me because of my teeth word like Fuck those guys. Okay. Like, you know, yeah, the same yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Word. I'm saying word,
2: bro. And yeah. another thing is, I think it should be, again, this is just my personal thing, but I want to be such a fucking legend. Like for example, there's Neymar jr. I think Andrew tastes also a junior or a second or something, right? There's King Richard, the third King, whatever. I think everyone should strive to be such a fucking legend that if you go to your wife and you say, Oh, I want my kid to be Radice jr. Umar jr. Pariksha jr. She's going to be like, yeah, I like, Sure. If your girl's saying, no, you know what I mean? I mean, she doesn't even fucking respect your own name. Mm -hmm. She doesn't even fucking think you're a guy to name another kid after you. You know what I
1: mean? I don't know. Why would you even ask your wife what she thinks about naming the kid? Facts. There you go. Crazy.
0: What a way to end the podcast. I, I can't wait to hear that conversation you have, it, man, with your wife. And <laughs> yeah, I can't wait for that conversation. Yo, we, we'll bring her on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, let, let's go on to our final yeah, four. Yeah, yeah, sorry, yeah, last last four bro, this, this has been an, an amazing you.
2: podcast. I'm sure we, we could probably go for like another hour if we wanted, wanted to.
1: Definitely fucking <laughs> we
2: definitely could. We probably could. We could have even. Yeah, anyways, final four. Yo, so this is just a bit more fun, lighthearted questions. Um, If you had to swap lives with someone for 24 hours, who would you pick? Drake. Drake. Yeah. Any reason why?
0: I mean, bro, we grew up in Toronto. We'll see you look up than Drake. Minus the fucking <laughs> the nail polish. Yo, all right. Yo, yo, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, hold oh, on, wait, wait. What's up with that? that yo, drizzy, with drizzy, that, drizzy, 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 drizzy that, buddy. That, wait, wait, what do you think about that, bro? Yo, listen, do, do you, bro? yo, listen, do do you, bro? It just ain't me, you know what I'm saying? Mm. But like, yo, just yeah, do you, you know so, what I'm saying? So
2: Andrew Tate said, bro, you're talking about that guy a lot. Fucking he said uh he he quote tweeted the tweet yeah, and he's saw like, today. that's why I don't link with yeah, he's like, that's why I don't link with famous people. And he just puts a picture of Drake with nail polish. Crazy.
0: Well, I think do you, bro? It ain't
1: me. Yeah. I, I don't blame Drake, man. It must have been his his handler who made him do it. The thing it, about but. the
0: environment they're in, too, right? That's just normal, right? So if you're everyone in your environment is doing that, it's normal, like it's normal, right? For us, like all of us to know about dropshipping, know about certain, things, it's so normal, right? In yeah, order yeah, to like yeah, certain yeah. things are so normal. For sure, it just you just you just end up like, bro. Everyone like but, ends up buying a Rolex when they're entrepreneur. Dude, everyone d- ends up going to Bali. You know what I'm <laughs> saying? Genuinely, <laughs> bro.
1: I don't think his boys put nail no polish. I think his handler forced him to, Probably, bro. Probably, man. Who knows, uh, that's, that's
0: a reality, but I mean, let's not yeah. get into that. Sad to think about, but yeah. Next yeah.
1: question is, who would you say is the most motivating person of all time for you?
0: Like, mo- like, what do you mean by that? Like, most motivating. Like, someone who's, who's I guess, cast the most motivation on oh, you. Oh, Brandon Carter, bro. Without that guy, I would not be where I am. That Legend. guy is my black father. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I call it literally on Father's Day, I say happy Father's Day because that Jeez. is the black father I never had. But uh, genuinely, like, you know, I met him when I was so young. And he just took me in and you know, just taught me a lot of things and did a lot of things for me he didn't have to do. And I, a lot of the way I look at life, a lot of the beliefs I have, a lot of things I know is because of my mentor, Brandon. And I, 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 I literally owe that man my life. And, and I'm so grateful that I'm gonna get to see him this week. So, yeah, awesome. That's awesome. actually dope. That's, dope. That's
2: dope. Okay, so your whole life up until now is written in a book. What would the title of that book be called?
0: Uh, Actually, Bless have you. the name, bro. I wrote this. I remember thinking about this when I was twenty twenty. You know what I'm saying? Um, I don't even know, bro. Like something about like pursuit of greatness or something. I was something along the line of like I don't know, greatness is the standard. Something that not everyone, you know, like something that everyone should strive for. Something like that, or I don't know, bro. It was something to do with I remember I had it, bro. I forgot it, man. But like, because I remember another psychedelic trip, bro. I I was thinking about the concept of greatness, and it was cause I was actually because I was. I was tripping and I was like, I need to listen to music to feel good. And that's when like Drake just dropped Life is Good. It's crazy. I watched that shit 20 times (laughs) and I I just focused on like, here's what I thought, bro. I'm like, this is just another broke Toronto kid that made it. Mm. He's no different than me. And if he can Mm. achieve that, i i don't have to be famous but i it's possible to achieve my greatness in my own yes, way so for sure ever since then for me like i was like greatness is the standard yes. you know so yeah actually yeah. greatness is the standard there you go greatness, the is, the greatness is the standard that's fine, i thought oh, you're yeah, no. the
2: best bar on that is when future says hundred thousand dollar for the cheapest ring on a finger little bitch like just take that in imagine <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> like t- take that in fam the cheapest ring on your finger is 100k that's
1: crazy <laughs> Fucking legendary. Hey, like sh- shout out y- to future, man. Yo, take, a, take the wrapper off around. Your cigar is going to start teasing burnt or else. oh um, Okay. And Thanks then well, the, uh, the last question we're going to ask you is, if today was your dying message to the world, your absolute last message, what would your last message be? Mm. Hmm.
0: Dream big and relentlessly go for it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's really it, bro. I, I, I'm, I, or back to greatness. Like, yo make greatness the standard cuz you you have the potential to do so. You're really not different that, But bro like again Drake walked the same streets as us as broke as us. That's true. And he found a way. Oh, actually, you know where I got it actually where there's a will there's a way. That's actually my favorite quote of all time and I live by that quote. Where there's a will there's oh, a way like and there's been so many times where I didn't find the way but I had to uh, I could, hey. the, the way wasn't clear. But I had the will mm. to find it. And, and, and I live by it. Where there is a will, there is a way. So if I want something, I ask myself, do I have the will to find the way? Mm. And if the answer, and the answer is yes, because I've done it. I've said that to myself. And there's been times where you know certain things I can't even talk about. I'll tell you guys outside of the thing because I'll be incriminating myself in a way. But it's like, it <laughs> just seemed impossible. And I found the way, bro. And, uh, and ever since then, I just knew that, yo, if I have the will to find the way, I'll find it. So nothing but, is impossible, um, yeah phenomenal fucking fire bro what a podcast what a
1: fucking legendary episode guys i think splash definitely deserves a part two make sure you run this video up share this like this comment thank you guys for having me man this nah, is awesome sure.
0: i know like i couldn't come earlier just due to some reasons but i'm glad you know i'm glad we did it at this time because i think this headspace i'm in was probably made the podcast better so oh, yeah that's good i that's love good. it man We appreciate you coming that's
1: on here classic, cool. guys this up yeah just
2: take it away guys until next time remember stay seeking success there we go all links below Let's fucking go. Good shoot, that's better.